Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. Oh, God damn it, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh-oh. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Well, welcome back to the studio, everybody. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good to be back, everybody. We're really polite right now. Right now. Why, thank you. <laughs> You're a very nice man. It's so wonderful to see you all here in the studio. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. moderately douchey right now. Yeah. I've been working on that. Moderately. It's working, right? It's working. Mm, working from really down to moderately? Yeah, exactly. That's quite a step, actually. Yeah, I thought so. Big improvement. Cool. It is good to be back in the studio, though, uh, traveling for the National Homebrewers Conference last week. Yes. Doc's not been in the studio for a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, you had no, some other well. traveling, right? Yeah. Nobody died, I hope. Not yet. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but they will. The countdown. Everyone's all right? Death Relatively? Watch. Yeah. Uh, you got a death watch going on? Yeah. Oh, that's never good. Not like the JP Death Watch, where we're just expecting it. It could happen at random, <laughs> yeah, but like a, a real thing. one. No, yeah. it can't. <laughs> it just randomly happened. I can't believe you were driving your Volkswagen today, JP. It's 100 degrees out there. Yeah, well, I like it. I don't get to drive it so much. Cause, uh, it's going to catch fire, though. I need a new master cylinder and all that kind of stuff. I need to pull my master cylinder yeah. and replace it. Give that a um, shot. So I don't drive during the week, but uh, yeah, I was driving here, and uh, last, you know, a couple times I drove it last, uh, the wheel fell off, as you remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So Something. Every <laughs> bump in the road, or every time the road's a little uneven, or I, I dropped into a pothole, I'm like, oh God, something's falling off of my car. Oh, man. Uh, so I get real nervous and worked up, and then, uh, yeah. I, you I know. Anxiety. Yeah. You have a fire extinguisher, right? <clears throat> 
Oh God! You don't know. <laughs> you need one, Doc. We got to get him one. I, yeah. I did check my uh, fuel line though, just to make sure it's you know. I was like, okay, it's all sealed before I left my house. You'd be surprised what happens back there. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. It's it's all fine. Yeah. Everything happens back there. No, it's all good. Okay. All right. You still got to ride home. No, it's fine. <laughs> Did you get your windshield fixed yet? That that hole inside of it? <laughs> no, I haven't even... No, I haven't. Why, what does it matter? I mean, it's not going to rain. Right. Well, I can't wash it then. <laughs> yeah. How, how often well, are you going to be out there washing it? Anyway. Well, I've only washed it once yeah. since I've gotten it, but uh, I'd like to wash it. You yeah. know, it looks like shit. I had to power wash mine the other day. Power wash the top. It was all black and moldy. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. parked under a tree or something. Something. You want to get rid of the blackness? Came right off, though. Yeah. Now it's white again. Now it's right again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's how they made it. So let's put it back to that. Well, we do have a good show for you today. It's, it's kind of packed with guests, too. We're going to be talking to Gary Glass and uh, Crispy Frey. He's on, uh, he'll be on this too. He's the uh, governing committee chair, if you don't know Crispy. And it'll be his first time on our show, actually. So that's kind of cool. And so Gary and Crispy are going to come on and talk to us a little bit about how they felt the NHC went this year. And then also, um, they're going to talk to us about the, uh, how, how cities are selected for, for who mm-hmm. gets to have the, the, the conference. Yeah. Because as you may or may not know, it's back in California for 2011. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, we are happy about it. It's in San Diego. Which is awesome. Which is really awesome. But inevitably, you get people bitching about it. And, uh, you know, why is it in California again? Yeah. How come it's always in California? Shove it up your ass. <laughs> so... We're going to be talking about how that happens. Is it is it Gary plotting against the rest of the country? Usually. I think that's what it is. I think, uh, yeah, he's like the Mr. Burns. Does he hate everything east of Colorado? I would. Stay tuned and find out right here on the Brewing Network. Gary should be Mr. He's Burns. He's probably wanted in a few <laughs> eastern states. <laughs> you think that's it? Yeah. Maybe, Char- uh, maybe Charlie is. Maybe Charlie's the one who's got a few warrants out, and they're like, listen, on the down low. Yeah. Nothing east of Minnesota, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. We're, it'll he be wasn't in, even in Minnesota, was he? He was yeah, for a minute, yeah. For like a second. For a minute, slide in, slide in. Yeah. yeah. He was there for club night. He's always there for club night. And we had him on the show. He always sits down with us. It's kind of an annual thing now. And uh, sits down next to JP there and talks about his life with us. <sighs> Poor guy. Poor guy. He's, right. <laughs> He's like, really? I've developed an empire so I can sit and look at these idiots? Yeah. I do feel bad every time I ask him. Hey, Charlie. Hi, Justin. <laughs> so, got it. we're doing our show from club night again. Will you yeah. do your annual appearance with us? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, he's a new daddy, right? So he's probably all beat the shit. Yeah, it was baby time, too. He had the baby yeah. out there. Yeah. Showing her the scenes, you know. I'd have to think twice about having another kid at my age. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd think twice for you, Doc. I'd smack you upside the head you have another kid. Oh, yeah. Two of them's enough. Enough kids for you to ruin. Yeah. <laughs> Enough kids for you to turn into uh, yeah. axe murderers. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want them to grow up and, you know, they want to play basketball and I do it in a wheelchair. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want to be handy, Dad. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, I'd like it if Doc was handy, Dad. Be good for the show. Be good material. He is pretty capable. These conversations. Where'd your Where'd your kids push you this week, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they rolled me out to the uh, foyer to get some sun and ah. and put me back in the closet. 
Uh, all right. What else do we have? Um, so we're going to talk to Gary Glass and Crispy. Then we're going to talk to uh, Fred Bonjour, who is a new uh, committee candidate like me. Uh, not candidate. He's a new uh, committee member. And Fred and I are going to talk about uh, what we thought about the first governing, uh, our first governing committee meeting, because we got to go to that on the Wednesday before uh, the conference. So we'll tell you kind of the ins and outs and, and give you an inside perspective of what happens on the governing committee. And Drew Beecham is going to come on, too, and talk to us about what he thought was different uh, by having me and Jake and Fred and just kind of a fresh perspective in there this Did year. Did they even acknowledge you were in the room? Barely. They were happy to have... They made fun of me when I walked in, I think is pretty much how they acknowledged it. They made fun of my hair. They hit my hair. <laughs> and you I, work hard on that. Thing I too. spend a long time on my hair, and they make fun of it. That's uh, Woody Allen in Sunday Night Fever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd always hit in my hair. Yeah, they did. They made fun of my hair. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, I, well, I had worked hard on it that morning. You should have lit that place on fire. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the solution? Was that the appropriate solution, JP? Yeah. I should have lit something on fire. Oh, yeah, and the whole, thrown it at him. The whole building. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Take a so flamethrower to this place. Yeah. As you can see, an action-packed show. And then we're going to be talking about the uh, first-ever Michigan Homebrew Festival later on, too. Uh, one of our listeners, Mills, is going to come on and talk to us about an idea he has for the BN to represent at the first-ever Michigan Homebrew Fest. So, really, a lot of things to do today. Uh, we'll have a new segment from JP, something of value, uh, if, you, if you tuned in to the last session and you're, you're familiar with something of value. Yeah. And uh, we'll be sure. Doing yeah. Were you here last time, Beef? Uh, we were on the air. I think so, right? I was. So you're you're aware of something of value, and uh, we'll be doing that in the show today. All right. I guess that JP and the Beef have an important announcement from one of our sponsors here, right at the beginning of the program. Um, Nico Brew has a few words for you. Uh, go ahead, Bebo. Attention, homebrewers. Nico Brew has a huge deal for members of the BN Army. Save handfuls of money on the hottest hops you can find. Simcoe for $22 a pound and Chinook for just $18 a pound. And who doesn't need more pounds in their home life? Right. How can you get in on this hot action? Right. <laughs> just use your fingers to gently insert the code word BEVO at checkout. But only if you're listening live right now. This code can be used for hops at NicoBrew.com's for, Na- for NicoBrew.com. Sorry. Retarded. <laughs> Can be used for NicoBrew.com's great apparel. Apparel. You guys make me nervous. You're such a good broadcaster. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nico's only letting... Oh, Christ. What the hell does that say? Stick to typing. Nico, Nico <laughs> is only letting you taking... I'm just going to read what JP wrote. Okay, Nico sorry. is only I'm letting you, you taking you advantage... <laughs> JP fucked it up, huh? Nico's only letting you take advantage of his packages until the end of this show. So lay your mouse gently across NicoBrew.com and get your hands on a wad of pellets. All right. So in short, uh, Simcoe and Chinook, uh, enter the code word BEVO at checkout during the live show right now, and you get a discount. If right? you're a podcast listener, enter in Suck It JP, and that's going to be available until Tuesday, 10 a.m. So this Tuesday at 10 a.m., Suck It JP, if you're a podcast listener, until Tuesday at 10 a.m., or if you're a live listener right now, you enter BEVO. And you get your, your discount. You just hacked my whole ad apart, Bevo. I'm sorry. I worked real hard. On, you always ha- hacking my ad. I work hard on my ad, and you hack it. <laughs> Maybe if you... You sound like a black John Travolta. I like Maybe it. Maybe if you proofread, it would be better. Yeah. Read it all in John Travolta's black voice, JP. Can you do that? <laughs> I can do it. Give it a shot. <laughs> just do it again from yeah. the top? Yeah. 
Attention homebrewers. Nico Brewed, I can't do it. I can't Nico, stand character. You were doing good. NicoBrewed.com has a huge deal for members of the BN Army. Save handfuls of money on the hottest hops you can find. Simcoe for $22 a pound and Chinook for just $18 a pound. And who doesn't need more pounds in the home life? How can you get in on this hot action? Use your fingers to gently insert the code word BEVO at checkout, but only if you are listening live right now. This code can be used for hops at NicoBrews.com's great apparel. Nico's only letting you take advantage of his packages until the end of the show. So lay your mouse gently across NicoBrew.com and get your hands on a wad of pellets. If you are a podcast listener, Nico is giving you Suck It JP as your code, which stays up and active until Tuesday at 10 a.m. NicoBrew.com, handling your packages with soft hands. Wow. I got to give you that. Yeah. No, thank That's you very much. Job. I appreciate it's that. It's like uh, it was, it was uh, a mixture of uh, John Travolta. Uh, who's the who's the other guy? Uh, Fucking, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's from Pesci. Welcome Back, Connor. Well, that's Travolta. Uh, uh, no. Well, I was talking the... Uh, oh, the... Yeah. Mr. Cartier! Right. That, yeah. Okay, I'll put him in there. Uh, Pesci. Okay. A little Pesci. Who, no, who's the, 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 the actor? He does Saturday Night Live all the time. And he was in Pulp Fiction. He shoved the thing up his ass for two years. Oh, I had this... Oh, uh, un- Walken. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. There was a lot of Christopher Walken in there. And uh, and a little Harry Carey, actually. <laughs> There's a little Harry Carey in there. Uh, Nico, hey, Nico. Yeah. If you could be any hop that you want, what would it be? <laughs> I'd be Chinook. Because I like O's. Exactly. All right. There you go. Well, anyway. Live listeners, discount code BEVO. Beepo. Podcast, suck at JP, only good till 10 a.m. Tuesday. All right, good job. Another announcement for you today, the 23rd Annual SoCal Regional Homebrew Championship, the competition that they put on every year that we support every year. Uh, it's coming up, actually, if you are local to me up here in the greater Pacheco area, um, your drop-off was due at more beer um, yesterday. yesterday, as a matter of fact. But... Uh, they could still be dropped off if you're down in SoCal uh, by the close of business July 2nd. And that's July 2nd. So you still got time if you're in SoCal. And BNers, we do want you to enter this competition. It's a good competition. Uh, it will be held on Friday, July 17th and Saturday the 18th down at Main Street Brewery in Corona, California. It's a BJCP-sanctioned event, and all BJCP-style categories are accepted. It's only six bucks an entry. You send two bottles of beer with that, and uh, you can just use the regular competition uh, form, the BJCP entry form. Um, so, yeah, you want to get those entries in, though, by July 2nd if you're down in the area. Hopefully, a lot of you have already shipped yours, and maybe some of you dropped them off at More Beer for yesterday. Did you happen to notice uh, the drop-off, JP? Uh, we had one drop-off. We had one yeah. from our area. Okay, yeah. so you guys need to be shipping those in. You can go to inlandempirebrewers.com inlandempirebrewers.com to get all this information that you need and where you'll be sending your beers and how to win your prize and all that kind of stuff. Prizes. Yeah. Alright, uh, a couple other things. So, just want you to know We've got a live appearance at Downtown Joe's coming up at the end of July. We'll be there Sunday, July 25th. So keep that in mind. Uh, we do, you know, when we do those, we love it when BNers come out and hang out with us. Um, I didn't have any talks with the uh, tattoo guy about doing more tattoos. Um, I don't know that we'll do that this time. But 
Come on out to Downtown Joe's in Napa and hang out with us. Colin will be on the program. It's always a good time. And that is Sunday, July 25th. So we'd love to see you out there. Uh, check out the store for merch and T-shirts and all sorts of stuff. I think we completely sold out of our BNA5 T-shirts, didn't we, um, at the party or during the week of NHC. So don't come asking me for BNA5 shirts. They're gone. I got BNA4 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> if you want those. Yeah. Um, I bought Who doesn't? Like, I bought like 13 BNA5 shirts. That's why we sold out this year. I was really gun shy, and I went for 13. Lucky number 13, we sold out. It was good. So 13 of you have shirts. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, okay, subscribe and join the BN Army. It helps us help you, and a lot of you have been doing that, and I really do appreciate it. It's keeping us alive. And met a bunch of you out at NHC, too, telling me that you were uh, part of the Army. You know, a lot of you gave me your... Uh, your rank, you know, they would introduce themselves. <laughs> Hi, I'm a private or a major or, you know, things like that. It was very cool to meet you guys and, and thank you for the support. Uh, one guy, and he does it every year, uh, he came right up to the broadcast table and dropped a $100 bill in my lap and said, you know, I don't do, I just, it's once a year, this is my contribution. I'd, I'd love what you guys do. I see you guys working hard here. He drops the money and runs away. He knows <laughs> I'm going to give it back. I don't, you know, that's so not, you don't have to do that. Uh, drops the money and runs away. He says thanks. So you guys are real cool, and, and I do appreciate it. You can subscribe and join the Army. It gets you auto entry into the More Beer Donation Giveaway, which uh, we do pretty much monthly. And if we don't do it monthly, we make up for it and do it twice in a month. Um, so uh, just make sure you sign up and, and do that. All right, send your show ideas to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com, C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. And feedback, right? And no. And Justin. No. No? No. Just your show ideas only go to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. And he's taking care of that for you. He does the booking and gets people in here. Uh, all of these announcements and more can be found on our Twitter account and Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Get in character. All right, Chad, do you have announcements? I do. Okay. Announcements. Chat's announcements are brought to you today by Seven Bridges Cooperative, organic brewing at its finest. Go oh, ahead. and by the way, they have the National Organic Brewing Challenge coming up on October 17th. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, go to their site, check out all the details there. Uh, and as you had mentioned, the SoCal Homebrew Championship taking place uh, in August. And uh, like you said, the entries are due by Friday the 2nd if you're down south, inlandempirebrewers.com. Also coming up is the 6th Annual More Beer Forum Comp on the 28th of August. You can go to More Beer and check out all the details there. Uh, also in North Texas, the 5th Annual Limbo Challenge. Uh, this one is uh, accepting entries between July 19th and August 6th. You can go to limbocomp.org for info. I guess they have a special lawnmower category. So if you win, you get a Golden Blade trophy. <laughs> golden Blade? The Golden wow. Blade. Nice. Chop uh, up your lines on that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, also coming up someone. is the Michigan Beer Cup, of course. We'll be talking about that, which is uh, the entries will be due July 16th through the 25th. You can go to michiganbeercup.com for all the info there. And uh, on August 21st is the first annual Michigan Homebrew Fest, and that's where they will announce the Michigan Beer Cup Awards. Uh, AHA Rally is coming up in Boston on the 29th at Boston Beer Company, July 30th at Goose Island in Chicago. Uh, August 7th, Natty Greens Brewing in Raleigh, North Carolina. August 21st, they're going to be in Naked City uh, Brewing in Seattle. And uh, that's a really cool place. So uh, if you're in local Seattle, check them out. Uh, AHA Club Only Comps coming up. August 1st is Mead. And September 19th is Sour Ales. And that's all I got. 
All right. Good job. Don't forget that uh, Shat's announcements are brought to you today by Seven Bridges Cooperative Organic Brewing. You can go to breworganic.com and check that all out. All right. I've got a lot of feedback today. It always happens when we're off for a couple of weeks. Um, so a lot of things to get to. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Okay. Feedback's brought to you today by the 21st Amendment. That's right. Cans. I think they just put out... Um, Black IPA in a can. Did you guys see that? Back in black? I think so. I thought I, I think s- so. Yeah. I thought I saw it on the old Facebook. You mean oh. a Cascadian dark ale? I think that is a Cascadian Ugh. dark ale. <laughs> Gross name. Yeah, I was ta- I was talking to the brewer the other day. He was bitching about that. Like, what the? <laughs> Just leave it alone. Um, all right. So thank you, Twenty First Amendment, for bringing us this this wonderful feedback. Oh, wonderful. Okay, first uh, bit. Andrew wrote in. You suck balls. Who he's talking to you, right? <clears throat> he didn't really specify. It could be the uh, the all, royal you. All y'all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you suck balls from Andrew. Thank you for writing in, Andrew. Taking the time to do that. Uh, okay, I got some uh, feedback here about our mini topic that we've been doing uh, past few episodes. Just writing in to say my two cents on the mini topic segments. Um, they contain great beer information, but the format comes across barely listenable. The info is coming at a rapid-fire pace and feels like you are reading from notes based on Palmer's book or Wikipedia entry, unlike the conversational tone that makes the rest of the show work. It doesn't help that the many topics have been occurring late in the show when my attention span might be impaired. (laughs) It's a great idea, but it's too much info condensed into a short amount of time. The show that prompts me to write this is Shat's mini-topic on off-flavors, but the segment has felt awkward to me prior to this, so I'm not blaming Shat for this one. Oh, please. Good. I hope you don't give up on the idea, but thought some feedback might help you rethink how to pull it off better. So my two suggestions are, one, to have two brewcasters prep the segment so that it doesn't get monopolized by one person. It makes it feel a bit more conversational. And two, put it earlier in the show, which which maybe is dependent on your schedule for guests, blah, blah, blah. If the rest of the Army loves the topic, just ignore me and keep on doing what you're doing. That's from P-Dub in Wisconsin. P-Dub, thank you for the feedback, but suck it. Uh, Shove it. No, no, it's nice feedback, and, and, you, and you, you make some good points. I, too, have felt that there has been a bit of dryness in the mini topics. However, the speed and rapid-fire form of information is exactly what we were shooting for. We did not want to have—it's a mini. We didn't want to have a big conversation about it. The whole point was for one of us to come in here, fire off some stuff. You should be taking notes or listen to it again because you don't really need us to talk more about it. It's good shit there that's supposed to be delivered to you in about 10 minutes. So it was it was me who told these guys to put them together that way. And I think we're going to keep doing it that way. I like having the condensed bit of information with very few interruptions because it also keeps people from bitching about how we didn't cover anything homebrewy. Um, Can't please everyone. Pete right. Uh, but I do, I, I, like I said, I, I think, you know, some of the delivery we, we could work on. Yes. Schatz was a good example because he really did a great job on his mini topic and gave out a shit ton of information. And yes, he was just reading it from notes that he had put together that day, but it was really the only way to get through all of those off flavors in a 10-minute segment. Um, so, and then the part about putting it uh, earlier in the show, yeah, I don't know, we might screw around with that, but it does have it, like you say, it has everything to do with our guests. And since we've been getting a lot of guests from the East Coast lately, uh, by the way, no one gives us kudos when we do that. They just bitch when we don't. Yeah. Um, 
then we have to put them on earlier because it's they, late there. it gets late. So you know how it works. Anyway, uh, I do welcome feedback about the mini topic. We'll work on uh, keep uh, making them less dry. How about that? Okay. <clears throat> what else here? Uh, hey, guys. Great work on every show. Uh, yes, that means you too, Jipper. Uh, I want to see a brew video of you guys brewing, especially Tasty. It would give a little insight to those of us who listen but are very visual people and that just don't get it. I'm a new listener of only about two months, and I've listened to almost all of the shows that are on the archive. Wow. That's a lot. Two months? Two months, shit. Um, I'd also like to say a big thank you to all the people that work so hard to put on the NHC for us to enjoy. I will not be able to make it this year. Obviously, you sent it before the conference. But I will be listening to the awards. Um, and by the way, I won best in show at the Greater Everett Brewers League Hop Madness Tournament in Washington with a Imperial Cascadian Dark oh, Ale. You yeah. oh. call it a black IPA. What the fuck? Shove it up your ass. Okay. Woo! Actually, he does say black IPA in the Dark Ale, go. whatever you want to call it, depending yeah. on where you're from. Um, no, de- no, <clears throat> that's from East Oli. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know that you're going to get a, a video of our brew day anytime soon. Yeah, it just bores me. I don't know. Yeah. I'll stand out there with a camera watching Tasty Brew all day. Now, if Bevo brews one day, I'll put that on camera. You bet your ass. Get her in a bikini out there. I'd like to see that. So, but we'll, don't worry. Safety first. We'll put Chat's brewer boots on you, too. Okay. Um, you know, brewer boots and, um, and gloves. Oh, great. And that's so. about it. <laughs> yeah. Got to have the rubber. Yeah, we need, some, we, need some, we need some latex on you. You know what I'm saying? Creepers. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, I don't know. We've talked about the Brew Day video thing before, and uh, maybe it'll happen someday. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like going to YouTube and watching those videos. and Oh, I'm throwing in the yeah. milled grain now. Right. It's such a long... It's like a six-hour day, right? So, and now we wait. Right. And then we boil. Now I'm going to turn this lever... <laughs> No, I see the value of it. It does, if you've never, especially if you've never done all grain, it is really cool to see someone doing it. I just, That's true. You know, we all have faces for radio, so we try to stick as much to radio as possible. Speak for yourself. The My high mom speed. says I'm really pretty. Oh, right. The high speed camera thing would be cool. Like you know, shoot a whole day and then just making it in like three minutes. Yeah, just going by real quick. Yeah, like seeing Tasty run around out in the porch. <laughs> see Tasty losing weight, running around. Fast so fast as you ever see Tasty move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dog running by real quick. Rolls the fastest Jay ever rolled right there on camera. Yeah. All right. Here's a question that's come up a lot lately uh, about our iPhone app, which you can get in iTunes. You just search uh, the Brewing Network and you can get an iPhone app. It allows you to listen to whatever is streaming live. But a lot of people uh, will write to me when we're traveling, how do I get this thing to work? It's not working. Nothing's streaming. And it's not the app's fault. It's actually it's, it's on our end. Uh, Galen wrote in about this having issues connecting to whatever streaming on the iPhone app. Random days it will work, um, but not other days. So not sure if it's the stream at the moment or, or another issue. When we travel, I have no one here to maintain the stream. So what happens is it often goes down. So there's nothing streaming. So if your iPhone app isn't working, it's, it's likely because nothing is, is streaming. So just wait a day or an hour or whatever till we're back and I put something back on. I'll stay behind from now on. Yeah, you'd prefer to just sit here and yeah. press the play button for me? It's pretty much what I used to do at CBS. You just babysit the stream. You just sit there and... I'd do it. You'd prefer that? Yeah. You didn't have a good time? This no, I did. I had a good time just traveling. I didn't like it. Moving yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. How was the flight? Coming back sucked. Coming out of Denver. 
I thought we were. I thought we were going right into the side of a fucking mountain to have to eat someone. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I really. I thought. Uh, yeah. I thought we were going to just shiver and fall apart. Right. Like I was doing in my seat, pretty much. You know what freaked me out on the flight out there? I look out the window, and I'm not exaggerating here. Three fucking planes went flying <laughs> by in like one minute, and we weren't five thousand feet apart in elevation. I mean. We were definitely at a different elevation, you could tell, so someone was doing their job. But how is it that in a sky the size of the United States, we have to fly anywhere remotely close to each other? It's because it's like a highway up there to them. Yeah. It is. It's, They're pushing 10, yeah. baby. Freak three of them. It was us, and then one coming in from the left, and one below us on the right. Well, you know you're real close, and you can see the other person's reaction in the other plane. <laughs> and they're going, holy shit! Yeah. Both yeah. of us were doing that to each other. <laughs> yeah. Go away. I did not like that. I'm fine with flying. I've been doing it since I was three. I don't want to be close to anything yeah, when I'm in the air, though. No. So when we were landing... We started to make our descent into San Francisco and then took off again. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And Sam's oh. like, oh, we have to do this. That's how you land. You have to gain a little acceleration so you land properly. And I'm like, I fly a lot. That doesn't happen. Right. And he's like, no, we definitely just flew over the airport. So what happened? Yeah, so we circled San Francisco three or four times because our landing gear would not engage. <laughs> like it wasn't wow. down? It was not down. <laughs> not locked. So you know what happened. If you got to the point where you were descending upon the runway and then accelerated to go back up. Our the pilot didn't pilot even know. Fucktard? The 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 air traffic control probably called him. Uh, excuse me, a flight seven ninety one. You've got no gear down, dude. We were so low to the ground too, and it was like, right. They like told so him at the fast. last minute. It yeah. was so scary. I was like, uh, that would be great. We're gonna oh, die. That would have been one hell of a oh, landing. Just a belly landing. Come on, yeah. <laughs> never out of that. Right to the belly bank. landing never hurt anybody. That'd be great. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Your luggage oh. won't be the same. Would have been a good story. <laughs> you know, would have been better than this one. This one's good, but you doing a belly landing would have been better. Sam screaming like a bitch <laughs> and like yeah. holding on to Bevo. He was like, settle down. It's just a belly landing. Dude, and the 300 pound guy sitting next to me because uh, I was in the middle was freaking out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sweating? Sweating, like oh, gripping ah. the handles, like super scared. Like, really? Was he a 300 pound hairy, sweaty guy? He, Did he uh, say anything to you, guys? He didn't talk. He was really weird. <laughs> oh, which I appreciate because I don't want to talk to you, but. Right. Yeah. You know, Bebo, that's uh, probably something you and Sam should practice belly landings. <laughs> <laughs> we have that down to a science. Oh. All right, let me get through this here. Uh, Dear Justin and crew, wanted to take a minute to do two things. The first would be to say, suck it, JP. Okay. Uh, The second would be to say, thanks. I'm still relatively new to homebrewing. I'm on my fourth batch of extract and currently collecting the necessary pieces to step into the all-grain world. About six months ago, found the Brewing Networks, uh, listening a lot, older podcasts, uh, every morning, etc., uh, really wanted to go to NHC, but couldn't. Um, but thank you for all the NHC videos on the site. Oh, yeah. So we did a, a couple of live shows, and all of those videos from the shows can be found on justin.tv slash brewing network, right where you can watch the live show now. But they'll only be there for another week or so, and then, then Justin TV removes them. So we're trying to actually um, make them available elsewhere so you can watch all that. But right now, if you want to see the shows, there's a Brew Strong on there, there's a Can You Brew It, there's a session from Club Night, and then there's also the entire award ceremony. All on Justin TV. That was from Nolson. Thanks, brother. Uh, quick note to say how awesome NHC was. Had a great time. Cool to meet you all. A lot of other BN Army soldiers. You guys are crazy bastards. I don't know how you party every night till the wee hours of the morning and then get up and do it again. 
all with great attitudes and friendliness. You truly love your jobs. In fact, I heard Justin remark to Denny Khan at about one in the afternoon on Saturday that he finally got some sleep after four days. But you still looked like shit, Justin. <laughs> uh, also, kudos to Push and Bad Rock. They were the true foot soldiers at the live shows and really showed what it takes to put on a good live show. Very impressive. And I will second that. Uh, Push and Bad Rock, as always, kicked it some ass. I uh, speak for myself and the rest of the BN Army when I say, beyond all the ass hattery and joking, we truly appreciate the hard work that goes on behind the scenes, etc. Good work. Uh, that being said, you can all collectively suck it. Except JP, he rocks. Oh, yeah. Uh, cheers and hope to see you again next time. That's PFC Dakota Brewer. Thanks, brother. Uh, here's one for JP. Uh, what's up, you grape sack gargling cunt puncher? Wow. <laughs> wow I do like to punch a cunt every now and then. Don't pull any punches. It's pretty fun. I uh, just wanted to say that you're a huge part of what makes the Sunday show great, JP. Wow. So please don't kill yourself. Uh. Also, seriously, good on you for not getting into all that mood-altering script drug bullshit. I'm a little nutty myself, and I'll tell you, that shit makes you a zombie. I'd rather be a fucked up human. See? That's from Juice. Don't listen to that. No don't, one likes no. you. Don't effing listen to those nope. emails where people tell you how brave and fucking great you are by not going on Xanax. I, I, well, I believe it. They don't have to live with you. They're, I believe it. They're wrong. They're right. It's, it's not right. You can do it yourself. Better living you, through chemistry. Prove it. I am. You're not. <laughs> I flew. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'll give you that. Twice. You probably took something. Did you have the, I didn't. Did you have the milk? No, I didn't do anything, and I was I was I was uh, uh, white knuckled and uh, teary eyed flying out of Denver. You were the, we were blowing uh, across the uh, runway before we took off, like trying to get up speed. Yeah, we're shifting, and it, it was just but for like ten fifteen minutes, it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Really? Yeah, I thought we were going down. You are such a pussy. I know, dude. Uh, let's see. Here's another one from Edmund. JP is awesome. Um, I finally caught back up with my session podcast. Unfortunately, family keeps me from listening live. Uh, the last live session was just awesome. I love JP's new segment, Something of Value. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> However, I have to say, this came nowhere near the brilliance of his game, What Number Am I Thinking Of? <laughs> uh, holy shit, man. How come we don't let JP think of more brilliant things to add to this already awesome show? Thanks for the laughs from Edmund. I should be getting paid now. I guess for that for that kind of brilliance. I don't know why we don't pay you. You know what? I will work on. I a, think JP writes that to himself. <laughs> I think so too. Two of them in one week. Come on. Uh, yeah, here's another one. Dear Justin, please pay JP for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the work that he does here and tell hmm. him he's handsome. Suspicious. Yeah. Uh, and then last one is a thank you for having a live feed at NHC awards ceremony. This guy says I couldn't attend because a tornado badly damaged my home on six five. Whatever. Uh, and <laughs> What kind of excuse is that? Yeah. And when, <laughs> when, when your motorhome turns into a heli crate. Right. And was happy that I could at least see the homebrewers getting their awards. I was really looking forward to meeting you guys, but it was not meant to be. Maybe when it comes back to the Midwest or you guys come back to Northern Brewer, I'll get to meet you. Thanks for all you do from Dave. Dave, sorry to hear, hear about your house. Yeah, I guess I was, I'm kind of in a bubble at the NHC. I don't even leave the hotel and I certainly don't read the newspaper uh, ever. Why so should you? I. Can't read. Like, my dad's calling me, are you alive? Are you okay? Yeah, fine, Dad. It's just a beer festival. What do you yeah. think I'm doing? Yeah. No, the tornadoes. Oh, don't even... Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that about your house, man. That sucks. 60, there were 64 tornadoes from that system from uh, that one night. That's, that's insane. 64. That's, you know what that is? Stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Man, why would you want to live there? I don't know why you'd want to live... Well, we have earthquakes, but I guess we don't have 64 of them in a day. No. It has happened. Has it? Yeah, I think so. Aftershocks count, you know. Oh. Yes. Well, there's a lot more earthquakes than you think. Of. I just go on 
You can see where they all are. Yeah. There's just a lot of them. I'm going to jinx us right now. We haven't had a big one in a while. Yeah, it always comes when it's hot. Right. <laughs> yes. Great day off. I like earthquakes. Yeah, I hate them. I'm scared. <laughs> You're scared of earthquakes, too. I am. What do you do at your house? Give me the JP routine when it starts well, shaking. Well, the last time was in 80, was the 89. Oh, uh, yeah. The big I was, one. Yeah, I was sitting there watching TV, and I just freaked out and ran into the doorway. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I was like, you know what? Uh, Grab the cats and run. <laughs> I was twelve. Yeah, and I was. I remember pushing so hard on the door jam because I figured the harder you push, the safer you're going to be. And I, I threw see. my shoulder out. Oh god! And then it stopped. You're 12. Your shoulder can't go out when you're twelve. It did. Okay. And then, uh, and then I ran outside, and then I was like, "What the fuck? Uh, shit! My dad's going to be home." And I was watching TV instead of doing homework. So I get in, I do homework, and he comes. And he's like, "Why aren't you watching TV? The earthquake." I'm like, "I, I don't know." <laughs> so then I watched. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It was, uh, it was pretty good. All right, quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Gary Glass and Crispy Frey. Uh, Hang in there with us. We're going to talk about why the NHC is where it is and how you can get it in your hometown if you're one of those people bitching You can get it. it. Get it. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. I've been brewing 17 years. I was kind of shocked to see that number. Don't do the math on my age. This month, more beer wants you to meet Chris Graham. I started when I was in college, and I just fell in love with it. Partner, chief operating officer, and certified beer geek. I have just a ton of passion for homebrewing. I think it's such a creative outlet, both ingredients and art and process and technical equipment. Chris is here to tell us about life at More Beer. What I love about working at More Beer is the people. Their passion, their passion for products, innovating new products, looking at pro brewers, how they do it, or just seeing an opportunity and saying, hey, we should make that. And then carrying over to teaching people, and and that's another part of our passion, so that they can make the best beer possible. Now, how about this month's specials? Five of my favorite things to brew with right now are the digital refractometer. It makes taking samples so much faster than a regular hydrometer. The Scotch Ale, because it's just an amazing multi-beer, especially if you let it age. The gas and beer quick disconnect sets. It makes setting up a kegerator so much faster. And my 1000 Brewing Sculpture. It's fast, clean and easy to brew on. And then there's the Graham box. This is a box they named after me, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Gotta have it. Get to know Chris this month at morebeer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. 
So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's up, BN Army? Jake and Mike here from Brewing TV. Brewing TV is homebrew culture in video. Asking the big questions. Who and why? We leave the how to the tubby know-it-alls. Check us out at brewingtv.com. The first webisode drops May 7th. Like Crosley's pants in a Louisiana jail cell. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, this is the session, and it's our NHC recap show where we've got all sorts of guests today. We're going to talk about our experience at the NHC. Uh, we're going to talk about BNA5. We're going to talk about the governing committee, which I got to sit on for the first time this year, and we'll have uh, Fred Bonjour and Drew Beecham coming in to talk to us about that. But right now on the line, I should have uh, Chris and Gary. Uh, Chris is the chair of the governing committee, and Gary Glass, of course, the president of the AHA. Chris, are you there, brother? I am indeed. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing great. It's good to have you on the show, man. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be here. And Gary, have we got you too? I'm here. Beautiful. How's uh, Colorado treating you today? It's awesome. Is it? Beautiful weather today, yes. It's always awesome, isn't it? It's a good, <laughs> good place you live. All right, Gary, do me a favor and talk as loud as you can into that phone, because I got you as loud as I can get you here. Um, I just want to make sure the folks at home can hear you. So... Gary, tell me what you thought about NHC 2010, man, now that you've been home for a week and let it soak in. Uh, how was your experience? I thought it was, you know, phenomenal. Uh, you know, everybody I talked to had a great time. Um, I had a great time, uh, which is, you know, somewhat unusual for me because I usually work <laughs> my butt off. But, right. Uh, uh, you know, this, this year was probably the best organized I've ever seen it. Really? Um, and I think that's, you know, a, a testament to the, you know, to year after year of doing this, uh, you know, the, the the local committee year after year gets to build on what was accomplished the previous year. And so, you know, ever since, you know, over the, over the past several years, you know, we just keep keep making it better and better. And I think it's really gotten to a point where it runs very well. I mean, of course, there was a lot of hard work that went into it. But, um, 
uh, it, it, it just went so smoothly. And I can attest to that, too. In fact, I even mentioned it to you somewhere in the middle that, uh, you, you know, you, you seem to be able to relax more than I've ever seen you, that everything was, was running smoothly, and it kind of felt like a piece of cake at some times, you know? So uh, I also agree with you that it does seem to be getting better each year. I think that you guys are really getting it down, and every year I come back to this show and say it was better than the previous. Um, and I like that. That's a good, good sign of growth, man. Yeah, we want to keep it that way. Of course, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to keep keep expanding it and uh, uh, you know keep keep improving on it every every year. I, it, this year it's going to be hard to hard to improve upon, though. I, I you know it was it was it was pretty damn near imperfect. Right. I'm sure we can do it. I'm sure there's always room for improvement. You know how to. Well, we can always get more people. It's just you know ideally we'd be serving more more homebrewers, uh, getting more people uh, to the conference. So, right. Uh, well, I think also you should have Justin and I announce the winners. Oh, you at think the, we should do the, the award show? Yeah. I don't want another thing to do. No, I, I would love it. I think it would be great. <laughs> they did have one guy. They tried it, I guess, like a few years ago, and he made a bunch of jokes, and it went on for a long time. So I was That was at Florida, right? That was too that, Yeah, that, that was in Orlando. We saw you. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I was there too. And actually, that never happened. I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting in the audience that year, going, "Oh God, please pay me to do this next year. This guy is awful." Uh, God bless him. He tried though. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> See, we would ruin it too, JP. I, no, I think we'd be great at it. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, man. you and I, we'd dress alike. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Now, hey, so speaking of that, now Crispy uh, this year, and, and I've met Crispy before, but we're just, we just got to get to know each other a little bit this year, and Crispy got up on stage during the, the ceremony wearing a hop grenade this year. Yeah. You know, I promised to do that. Uh, you know, I, I probably said the wrong thing when I got on stage. I, I yelled out to Timmy, who had just won that awesome prize, and I said, hey, I got drafted. Well, you know, being relatively new to this uh, uh, brewing army, I guess realized that there is no draft. You're all volunteers. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, if I can, if I can uh, milk this analogy a little bit more. In fact, on the forum, I was saying to some people that uh, it's kind of cool that the allies have hit the beach together. You guys have really uh, got a great communication going. I think the HA does too, and we really appreciate having you on the uh, governing committee because kind of like the british and the english you know we get together and we beat the hell out of those german loggers <laughs> right. i like this analogy it's working well but who's private ryan that's what i want to know chad oh okay chad's the one that's lost <laughs> well you know, I, I want to second what you guys said about this year's conference i must have gone up to kurt stock and chris england and gary glass three four times each uh over the four or five days and you know how's everything going need any help any emergencies and you know, Gary had the most blissful smile, uh, and it wasn't alcohol-related. He was just, like, really <laughs> right. chilled. And uh, Are you sure? <laughs> uh, well, there may have been a touch. Right. <laughs> there may have been a touch, but uh, really, really a smooth one this year. And it's, again, a testament to a lot of planning and a lot of coordinated effort from all the volunteers. You know, the uh, I, I, God, you got to love a cellar master and give him a hug. What a, what a thankless task, but indeed we do thank them. It is a thankless task. I, I don't think I would ever want to be cellar master. That's that's rough. It yeah. is. It it, is. It, it's not thankless. We just we thank them a lot. But <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Our <laughs> well earned. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Crispy, how many years have you been going now? Well, I think this is uh, uh, my twelfth one. Uh, the first one I went to was in Cleveland in '97. I was a total fucking rookie. Oh, nice. So, excuse me, total right. rookie. And uh, <laughs> you can't say rookie. Uh, <laughs> 
Somebody did say uh, they have video of me with a bunch of beer cans stacked up on my chest as I passed out in the room. And I remember I missed half the conference from drinking too much the first night. Wow. Uh, then I, uh, the next one was in Livonia in 2000 in our backyard. Uh, one of the early ones where we really got some volunteer effort. I think maybe the first one was in Kansas where it really turned the light. But I've been going to every single one since, except I missed the one in L.A. And I just love these things. It's my beer stock, you know, three days of nothing but fun and beer. And uh, yeah. I, it's the most fun I have with my clothes on. I love them. <laughs> well, sometimes you don't even have to have your clothes on at these events. I've never seen pictures of anything but, so I think I'm dressed. I'm good. Right, right. Don't pass out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you can, if you ever see uh, the man walking around in the bright blazer, then you know Crispy. And you can tell he's having a good time and enjoying himself out there. I really do. It's, it's just good fun, good people. Uh, you know, you, you have your geekiness, you have your fun quotient. Uh, the things that happen after everything's done official is what's really cool. Yeah. Whatever floor, whatever hall, whatever lobby you're in, whatever elevator you go in, it seems like you can always catch up with some people and, and you know, get together, learn some things, drink some beer, and just have a lot of fun. It's true. The after hours is the most fun, and uh, you never know where you're going to end up. It's also the part that ruins me most of the week. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I like to say I get sleep during these things, but when you get less than four hours a night, I call them naps. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Well, listen, guys, we wanted to have you on to talk today, not just about this year's conference, but uh, as, and we talked about this in the governing committee, and it gets talked, to, I think it gets talked about every year. And so I thought we would just get on the air and, and put a nice audio clip out there of hearing you guys talk about it and explain to us how the selection works for where the National Homebrewers Conference ends up in each city. Because invariably, every year, wherever it goes, somebody's bitching about why it's not on their coast or in their state or yeah. in their city. Yeah. And I've, I've heard it since Florida, to be honest with you. So I know how it works, and I got a better uh, insight into it by sitting in, in on the governing committee this year. But uh, you guys have been going through this process for years now. Can you please tell us, Gary, uh, how do you choose the city? Well, you know, it's a, it's a combination of things. Uh, the, you know, the single most important part and the, the, the biggest limiting factor is that we need to have, uh, we need to have volunteers that are willing to uh, serve on an organizing committee that puts together the, the whole program. Um, and so that, you know, it's got to have, you know, it's got to have a homebrew club, or uh, multiple homebrew clubs involved uh, with, you know, uh, 15 to 20 core volunteers and then, you know, a small army of, uh, of additional volunteers uh, that they can, you know, do the, the, the legwork on site um, okay. and all the, you know, and the planning uh, going into it. Um, so that, you know, that's, that's really been our limiting factor is that we, we haven't had a, a large number of clubs volunteering to do this, and it's only recently that we've had, you know, even had more than one uh, group bidding on the, the conference. Um, then the other major factor is, uh, is you know, finding a hotel that will work for us. And as the conference has grown, it's become more challenging. Uh, you know, we, we try and try very hard to keep the room rates down, knowing that everybody's paying their own way. Um, and so finding a, a hotel that can uh, you know, house 1,300 homebrewers for this event yeah. uh, is, uh, is, is getting, getting to be more of a challenge. Um, and it sounds it, like it, it'll get tougher, too, because we keep growing. Right. It, yeah. I mean, certainly we, we would like to keep it growing. We want to get as many people to, to attend as, as are interested in attending. 
um, and you know it just it, it keeps getting better and better as it grows. Um, but that, that that definitely poses a challenge because you have to have convention space uh, that's that's going to be big enough for you know for you know uh, uh, an event like club night or pro brewers night where we have thirteen hundred people in the room. Right. It's a lot of space. Now, l- let me ask you this: uh, Do you does the AHA solicit cities? Are, are you going to say San Diego and saying we want to have the conference here? Can you guys do this for us? Mm, generally, not. Uh, you know, it's it, we we did do that in, in Denver uh, because we didn't have anybody bidding on the the conference for for two thousand seven. I see. Uh, so you know, I I pretty much strong-armed the local guys into doing it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, and that makes um, sense, um, which I think brings us to, to kind of the, the point that, that I hear most often about why it doesn't end up in certain cities, and that's that people aren't bidding to have it. That's right, and we're probably going to hear more on this as the, uh, the San Diego, of course, follows up uh, two years after Oakland. Yeah. And... Um, I have. I'm from New England, raised in New York. Uh, from New England, I so desperately want to see something happening out in the Northeast. I shouldn't say desperately, but I would really like to see uh, that area of the country. And we, it, it's the two major challenges: we don't have hand raisers out there, AHA club members, and, and a, a dedicated group that want to do it. And B, there's a lot of expense in New England. You know, when you talk about Boston or or, God forbid, New York City. Yeah. Um, uh, love to see it there, but Me trying too. to get a, a hotel for $110, $120, and then you get into all to the minutiae. I mean, hotels have to, Gary missed the white elephant in the room, having 1,300 people in a, in a club night, all with a beer in their hand that hasn't been sold by the hotel. And there's a lot that goes into this to find the location. But as he says, first you've got to start with a group of people, uh, it's not just clubs, it's really individuals who say, we want to do this. We want to raise our hand and, and have this party in our town. And then they go to their state convention bureaus or their Uncle Ricky or whoever, and they come together taking a 30-page document, which is available online, and sort of fleshing it out and giving a proposal to Gary. And as he said, a couple of years ago, we were down to zero hand raisers. Wow. Uh, now we're, we're planning out two and three years in advance because people see what sort of party it is. The hobby is is uh, resurgent and growing. The speakers are getting better and better, and the word gets out. And uh, thanks to people like you and, and the HA forums and other media, you know, it gets out immediately, and people are like, whoa, I did miss something big. Right. Now, uh, Tasty's not here with us today, but he had uh, emailed me a question for you guys. He was sorry he couldn't make it. But, Gary, he, he wanted me to ask, is, is seeing the, the conference twice in California in a couple years, is it reflective of... This is where the homebrewers are, or this is where, or, or, or that there's a large percentage of Californians that are, are members of the AHA. Does that have anything to do with why it would be here twice? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think California and, and Colorado are the two two biggest states in terms of AHA membership. Okay, uh, and so we've kind of gone back and forth uh, between those two states, and so that that certainly has has. An influence over it, but I mean, like it, like I said earlier, it's really dependent on who's who's raising their hand and saying we want to do this. Right. Uh, and and at the time that we were we were looking uh, past, well, when did I when when did we start looking in San Diego? You know, a couple of years ago. Um, actually, I think we were looking at San Diego when we were uh, when we decided on on Oakland. 
So the, they had been they had been interested in it for a long time okay. going into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you know, in San Diego, you have the Quaff Club that's been coming to the conference year after year. Uh, so they're they're very familiar with it. They've got a lot of people who have attended it, um, and, and I think that's you know that's one of those things that, that starts building interest is when people actually experience the conference and start bringing their club members, um, and, and then deciding, hey, you know, we we really need to bring this to our area. Yeah, I actually um, I'm an advocate of just having it in. In, I just want it to be in Vegas every year. It's mostly because I like hookers and gambling, but everyone wants to go to Vegas, right? Let's just move it there and keep it there. No, that's, what, that's what people do with conventions. Well, you know, my experience with Vegas was it was the uh, best attended, least attended conference I've ever been to. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> so many hungover there. people. 50 people were there at the, uh, the lectures. That's an oh, excellent yeah. point. I remember that. And well, it, oh. Yeah, we did, we did have a 24-hour uh, hospitality suite last time we were in, in Vegas, and oh, I, I'm really that was good. thinking that wasn't such a great idea. <laughs> no, it was, it was a good idea. It, oh, that it, sounds awful. I thought, I yeah. thought it was awesome. That's, <laughs> actually, of course you did, yeah. Doc, but you don't sleep, ever. I know. That's <laughs> the only thing that was keeping me away from the casino across the street selling a dollar Heineken. <laughs> was the 24-hour H suite. It yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, and honestly, what I what I really mean to say is I like to see it move around. I mean, I'm stoked to have it in San yeah. Diego next like year because it? I think that San Diego is a lot of fun oh, and it's yeah. close enough to us. Um, but I did get to go to new places. I had, uh, you know, it's my, only my second time to Minnesota. Um, at the time I went to the Denver conference, I hadn't been there since I was a kid. And so I like seeing it move to other places. I would love Boston or New York. Um, I so I, I, I like seeing it move around, and I think the point that I really wanted to get out here is if you're one of the people out there that are, are concerned about the conference not moving enough or not coming to your location, there's a document on the AHA website. You can go to homebrewersassociation.org. You can download the document, mm-hmm. and you can start filling it out today and put in a bid to have it in your city. Well, uh, uh, Plissé and I, uh, you know, 50G... Uh, Jonathan, please say he and I were talking about. Uh, we were kind of bitching before we knew how it worked. We're like, dude, it's never in California. Blah 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 blah. And uh, then we figured out. Well, that's what you have to do. You have to put a bid yeah. in, ask for to it. run it. Yeah. And so we're we're trying to talk to to the guys at More Beer, and we kind of did this packet, and it didn't really go anywhere because we realized it's a lot of work. We talked to Jamil a bit about. It. He's like, you need you don't a want crap this ton of people. Here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've been talking, and and eventually we kind of came back around and you know and tried to and, and we did have it here and got everybody but, together. Yeah, but uh, that's you know that's what you have to do if you want it there. It's you can't leave it up to somebody else to do it because it'll never happen. Right. You have to spearhead it or push someone and get someone to help you out uh, and have it in your town. It's great. Okay. And, and just in Gary's defense, or I should say, to for more holistic view. Uh, the AHA does a lot of legwork on this. You, once you hand them a bid, they do a lot of the site stuff. They, they'll do the negotiations. They do a lot of work. But I always like to, to point out, and I'll point out to your people, you know, the AHA, when you look at it, is really three and a half employees. I mean, you've got Gary Janice and Kate, and you've got Jill Redding, who does both the uh, New Brewer and Zymergy magazine, so they get a half of her. She's and, half. of course, they get help from, you know, a bunch of people on the BA staff when they do the big events. But it really, this is why we keep saying it's become a kind of a volunteer, local, grassroots effort, which has taken the conference from, you know, 10, 12 years ago, we had conferences of two and 300 people to what we are today, 1,200 and, and talk of 1,500 plus maybe in San Diego next year. Wow. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it, there's no way these guys can do it, keeping it at the price level it's at. 
uh, understanding that this is no business. You know, people aren't getting to write this stuff off. It's out of their hard-earned pocket. Right. And to make all that work, it takes, uh, well, it takes a, a volunteer army. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so any pointers? Uh, you, and, and, Gary, you've mentioned some of them. Uh, just if you want it in your city, it sounds like you need to have a, a, a huge group of volunteers. A um, couple dozen. A couple dozen, okay. And you need to at least be aware that there's going to be a location that could physically accommodate 1,300 people in a room. Because um, we, we can never have it in Pacheco because the casino around the corner only holds like 500 people. But if your city has a big hotel, you know, these are the things you have to look for. I guess what I mean is there are things that will exclude your city no matter how bad you want it. Yeah, well, that's why I was in uh, Oakland instead of San Francisco, San Francisco where we yeah. wanted it, because there weren't any hotels that can accommodate that many people. It just and, wouldn't have worked and out. keep it, you know, within a price range that yeah. was decent. Right. Yeah. Plus, we wouldn't have had those couple of prostitutes walk into the hospitality How suite if it was in San Francisco. great was that? <laughs> you, you can't guarantee that there wouldn't have been prostitutes in San Francisco. That, well, that is true. Well, 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 sorry, sorry female, female prostitutes. Yeah. Like being in Oakland. Right, that's true. We did. We stacked the deck with that one. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> Any other pointers uh, that you would, you'd give people to try to get it to their city? Um, well, you know, I would say you know, definitely check out the, uh, the the conference planning guide that's on the it's it's actually on the club resources wiki, which you can find from the from homebrewersassociation dot org. Um, and uh, you know, the the things that I, w- I would say is that you know it's it's a it's a lot of work to put it on, but really the key is to um, it's it's not put too much on any one person's shoulders. So uh, this year in uh, in Minnesota, we had three conference co-chairs, and they pretty much divided up leadership over all the different things that, that go into putting on the conference, and I think that that really helps, um, you know, and in, in it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a huge amount of work for one person. Um, so if you, if, if you can have that, you know, kind of distribution of, of, of labor, that, that really makes things, uh, things work out uh, a lot easier. And, you know, keep in mind that we have this planning guide and you have the resources of the people who have done it before. So, you know, while it's a daunting task, it's, it's totally doable. Um, and, and you've got resources, you know, at, at hand in those people who have done it before who are obviously, you know, they're homebrewers, they're willing to, to share their, their knowledge on, on what worked and what didn't work so well in, in previous conferences. Okay. Yeah, Gary, if I could add a couple of things that come to mind. We've had discussions on the governing committee calls. Uh, having easy transportation from a major metro airport because about half the people are going to be traveling in by air oh, yeah. is a pretty critical factor. Uh, having, uh, having the people who are raising a hand having been at previous conferences to get you know feet on the ground, eyes on what's going on, talking, as Gary said, to the people who have experience, and also having good experience with a major competition or two. Uh, you know, Obviously, the largest national homebrew competition is finishing up there at whatever site it is. So it re- it's really helpful to have a good cadre of uh, BJCPs and experienced competitions. And uh, to, to finally uh, put a, point, a finer point on what Gary said, in the last five conferences, five of the co-chairs are all on the governing committee today. Uh, coincidence, uh, perhaps, but uh, there's a lot of living history of uh, people who could be contacted. Uh, you know, uh, we've got Harold doing San Diego. We just had Kurt doing it. This year, we've got uh, Bob Kaufman, Roxanne, and Jamil and Chris Graham, all of them involved in the last five years. 
with uh, continually larger and more successful conferences, and, and they have their own teachable points. So easy to get in touch with these folks and uh, ask them what's it going to take, and uh, beyond the bid I'm putting together here, what what made yours rock? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, all good points. I'd like to add one other point that when when we're looking at uh, places where we want to hold the conference, um, one thing that we we've come to know over over time is that you know we've got we're serving close to 600, possibly more than 600 kegs of homebrew at this event, and there's only one way that those you know that that many kegs can show up is if people are driving, um, and so. That's kind of another factor that we look into is you know how many homebrewers are in the area yeah. that would be able to drive in order to get the, that much beer to a conference because you know without the without the beer it'd pretty much be totally lame. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> if we only had like a hundred, hundred fifty, maybe two hundred kegs? It'd be out by Wednesday morning. Oh yeah, yeah. And and just you know, club night we always call it the best night in homebrewing. Yep. What a bore it would be if clubs couldn't make it if there weren't uh, local people yep. to show up. That's and probably set why up it's those... not in Broken Arrow, North Dakota. You know? <laughs> What's wrong with that place? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, one thing I wanted to give kudos to you too, uh, Gary, because you mentioned the cost of uh, of the hotel. You know, we want it all, man. We want it to be a nice hotel, a great uh, a function, everything to just cheap. be perfect, and then we want it to be cheap. Cheap. <laughs> and I do not envy you pulling that off, but I think that consistently you've done really well. Uh, yeah. You know, 120 bucks uh, a night over the last few years, sometimes less, I think, has, has been amazing. So good job on that. Yeah, it's definitely a pri- one of the top priorities when when choosing a, a hotel is that, you know, they've got to work with us on the on the room rate because you know whereas you know, a lot of conference planners they they're doing they're doing conferences that are paid for by businesses, um, but you know our attendees are all paying out of pocket and so it, right. it's definitely a, a major concern for me to keep keep those costs low, um, you know and I and I know it's a I know it's a big expense for for people. Uh, to have to pay all the travel costs, pay for the hotel room, pay for the registration, yeah. it adds up. But uh, you know, we we do we really work hard to keep it reasonable. And I think if you if you look at what uh, an average conference that's you know for business purposes what they charge, it's going to be well over double what we're charging. Yeah, I think you're right. I know that Doc's dental conferences have got to be at least double. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and half the fun. If that, <laughs> not, not even close to half the fun. Right. No, well, it depends on if they're passing around the narcotics. There's or, still a lot know, of drinking. Testing there. the new Novocaine. A lot of drinking. <laughs> I'm sure there is. All right, guys, I got to get going, but I do appreciate your time to explain this whole thing. I'm excited about it being in San Diego, and uh, once again, Gary, thank you, and and a, you did a great job out there. Your whole team did, and and so yeah. did the local committee. So. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you know, yeah, I, I'd say kudos to, to the local committee because you know, I, I get paid to do this, um, right? Thankfully, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the, I, it's just so inspiring to me to have, have the volunteers work so hard to put on a great event for their fellow homebrewers. I agree. It's great. And they don't bitch about getting paid like JP does. Well, I want to get paid. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, She's bitching right there. And good to hang out with you, Crispy. Thanks for rocking the shirt up there, and thanks for being with us today, shedding some light on this. You're very welcome. Cheers, guys. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. There you go. Uh, Gary Glass, the president of the AHA, and Chris Frey, who is the chair of the uh, of the governing committee. And both good guys. A lot of fun to hang out with. Appreciate them being on the show.
So there you go. I don't want to hear any more about it. Nothing you know? about it. I, nothing. Not a word. I don't want to hear... You, you love California. Well, you think about... There's only three states on the whole western coast. Right. You know... And we're we're like the size of three states. This one, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, even though it's in California, if you look at it geographically, it's it would be like having it in Florida and uh, Connecticut. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's six hundred miles away. Yeah, yeah so or more. Yeah, yeah it's it's that's about yeah. six hundred. Oakland and San Diego are very two uh, very different places. Yeah, a lot of white yeah. people in San Diego. Yeah. Yep. A lot of blonde people. Oh in my San god, Diego. it's time to go out in San Diego. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, did you say that Cuba Kitty? Oh my god, I can't wait to go out tonight and have me an Alco Pop. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I hope it's not too sweaty. Oh my god, I hate sweat. Sweat is so disgusting. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's that's my impersonation of everybody yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> well no, because there's the other people in San Diego that Speak Spanish. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Hola! <laughs> Dios mío! Me encanta Alcopops! <laughs> no me gusta sueto! <laughs> there you go. We've done it yeah. in both. Uh... <laughs> me gusta tu pela. I hope Hello. Harold is listening to our impersonation of everybody in San Diego. Can you imagine if Harold came to you like... Oh my God, Justin! <laughs> yeah, it is so sweaty here. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even believe it! Wow! <laughs> All right, I got to take a break. When we come back, Fred Bonjour and also Drew Beecham, hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Stop. Ferguson, what is it? Shh, listen. I think I hear a dwarfen ale. A what? A dwarfen ale. But there's no such thing. I lad, but soon there will be. Hail Brewers! Fantasy Brewmasters invites you to participate in their 2010 Dwarf Brew Recipe Contest. Do you dig fantasy? Have you ever wanted to sit down for a beer with Frodo at the Prancing Pony? Or wish your tune wasn't the only one downing Warcraft's Brew of the Month? Yeah, you know who you are, and here's your chance to show your geek pride. Submit what you think would be the ultimate dwarfen beer, and your recipe could be chosen for commercial production as their flagship beer. Entrance must be a U.S. resident, 21 years of age or older. Log on to www.fantasybrewmasters.com to register and for contest rules and more details. For this contest, they're looking to brew an authentic dwarfen beer of your creation along the lines of a very drinkable brown ale. Registration deadline is Tuesday, August 31st. The winner takes home $1,000, plus they get to see their beer brewed commercially. Go to fantasybrewmasters.com now. It's not some old fantasy character beer. It's effing dwarf and ale, yo! fantasybrewmasters.com Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. 
I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate chip and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a brewing network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket. Hero, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah! Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. And thanks Welcome. to Gary and Crispy. Oh. Crispy! Crispy! In San Diego! Oh my God, it will be great. <laughs> he should really do that. <laughs> if we, okay, we're going to work with Gary to try to do the announcements for the for the uh, show. Yeah. The ceremony. You're going to keep pushing that? And that's how we need, to, we need to introduce him. And now, <laughs> the man in the salmon pink shirt from San Diego, Crispy! Crispy! Oh my god! 
We should wear blonde, like bleach blonde wigs that whole time when we're down there. Oh, yeah, we should. Oh my god! Oh, just put on some like we fake should put tan. on the fake tan like the week before, <laughs> so we turn orange. orange. Yeah. Oh my god! It would uh, be great, JP. Oh, you tan looks so wonderful. <laughs> All right, I think on the line with us now we have Fred Bonjour. Bonjour. Are you there, Fred? Hey, I'm here. Hey, Fred. How do you pronounce your last name? Do you make people say Bonjour. it like a, like a Frenchman? I do not. I let them spell it, uh, say it any way they feel like. How do you say it? Bonjour. Ah, oh, you do. Yeah, like a Frenchman. Is that like a Ukrainian uh, descent? Or <laughs> yes, Jeffy. Yeah. Fred's. Well, you know, there's a little check in there along with the Swiss. See. Oh. Well, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I do believe I have Drew Beecham, who's completely. Uh, who the hell knows where Drew's Useless. from? <laughs> yes. Hi, Drew. Hi guys. Hi, well, Drew's I don't know where I'm from either. Drew's warming the shower up. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you in the shower? Or are you taking a bath right now, Drew? <laughs> Big piss. No, no. I'm actually on my cell phone. Ah. Okay. Oh. All right. oh. Not, those people. That's not as sexy as talking to us in from the bath, from the bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, I, wait, you, you, you've met me. Is that really sexy? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> if you're that, JP, yeah. That big face of yours. The devotive candles going. Huh. Right, right. Now, so Fred Bonjour it was uh, uh, elected along with myself and Jake Keeler oh. to the governing committee this year. So uh, what we've got him on here uh, to do is, is I wanted... You know, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience, and I wanted to know about Fred's experience on the committee. Uh, I got to Jake too late to have him on the program. He's a busy guy. Um, and Drew uh, wanted to talk, too, about uh, some things that he felt were different this year. So we got these guys on to talk about the AHA governing committee. So I'll, I'll tell you a little bit, just to get us started, guys, um, just a little bit about the committee. Uh, essentially, if you're not aware of it, the, the governing committee is a, a board of AHA, of elected AHA members who really serve to be the voice of the members and to lend guidance to the organization itself. So it's not as if we're sitting in there voting on, say, where the conference is going to be next year or, right. or any of the other AHA decisions. Or gun laws. But we, they do look to the committee uh, for guidance. And, and they, they ask, uh, in fact, they ask it a lot, uh, our input about different things that are happening. Um, there's a monthly phone call that we all, uh, that we all sit on. Um, and we talk about that, that happens throughout the year, and we talk about the different issues. And then there is this once a year, uh, once a year meeting, which happens on the day before the national conference. Um, and this was, uh, like I said, Fred Nauer's first one. Um, is, is that pretty close, Fred? Do you think I got that right? Yeah, that sounds you know pretty much right there. Okay. Now, I went. I didn't have a lot of expectations going into the meeting. Uh, my goal was to, uh, I had a couple of things that I, I felt I wanted to give some input to, um, which I can talk to you guys about. But mostly I wanted to really listen and get the feel of, of how things worked. Um, Fred, did you have any expectations going in? I expected to get a feel for how things work. Yeah, kind of the same. Um, and how did you feel it went? Um, uh, you know, just in a nutshell, what did you think about the day itself? I was really impressed with the passion that all of the members on the GC have for brewing and for helping out. 
Yeah, that's true. And everybody in there, by the way, sits on like four subcommittees, and they're doing. Uh, they work them, man. Uh, it, you, you do. You get worked, and and but but Fred's right. There was a lot of passion in there, and and uh, a lot of opinions, which is good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I think you're right about that, Fred. That really uh, stuck out for me too. Um, Drew, anything new this year that that we you know wouldn't be privy to? I think the biggest thing was just uh, the amount of focus. Uh, I know that there were certain members of the committee who were kind of pushing for that, but I think we really actually got a hell of a lot more done at this meeting than we have in the past, and that's kind of been a growing trend. So I, that makes me feel good because I hate to sit in a room for you know six to eight hours and feel like I'm wasting my time. Sure, yeah. Well, and to, and to kind of give you an example and a feel for what Drew's talking about, uh, setting up for the meeting, we, we come in with an agenda of about 10 items that have to be hashed out over the six-hour period. And I don't think that any one of the items was a small topic. There was a lot that had to be discussed. So I'm sure you can imagine there's a lot of room for lollygagging and filibustering and not getting anything done. Um, and I think we pretty much powered through it this year, Drew. I wasn't there last year, so I don't know how it went, but I thought we got through those topics pretty well. We even got out a little bit early. Like five minutes or something. Yeah, and there was even room for uh, me to be the class clown the whole time. So <laughs> that's true. That's you made true. fun of his hair, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it was probably Drew who made fun of my hair. And well, was I think what, what, was, what was his nickname? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, with a ch. And Jake, let me tell you. Let me tell you how hard at work Jake was during this meeting. The whole time he's sitting over there making doodles of me as Jesus. <laughs> so every every ten minutes I'm getting a new doodle from Jake with with me in a new Jesus position. It, like what? I what don't know. Like, like driving a Volkswagen or <laughs> picking my nose. Nailed you know. on two corny kegs. Yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't, he's a nicer man than me. I don't think yeah. he would have gone that far. Uh, yeah, it kept me. You know, I slept through half of it, so it kept me awake. But you know, uh, uh, Jake did. Jake did pull first. He was the only guy who had uh, actual papers for something that he wanted to talk about. <laughs> I know he he really showed me and Fred up in that sense. You know, I don't know about you, Fred, but I was insulted. Well, I wasn't. You know, setting up any kind of new committees like Jake was either. Right. <laughs> that little that his own little, agenda. Huh? Oh, that little bastard comes in there with a uh, with his papers that he had typed out, Mister Paper Man. Yeah, and and he and he proposed a new committee that oh everyone thought was oh Jake you're so brilliant what a great committee man yeah. <laughs> awful. No, nah, Jake was awesome, and he did come in with it with a new committee uh, and and a great idea that, that that people really liked. It was a committee I think uh, trying to get together the uh, retailers in the industry and to help support them within the AHA. Because right now, it, the AHA is kind of over here and retailers are over there. And getting them to work together uh, at these conferences and, and different things, um, you know, there's a little gap in between there. So he sure. came up with a good idea to start a subcommittee where the AHA would, would work to reach out to these retailers, homebrew shops and things mm -hmm. like that, to get them all together and on the same page about what's happening at the, with homebrewers. And that can only be good for us homebrewers to, you know, have a, a committee where the retailers are thinking about us a little more, you know, since we're buying. Yeah, I can't complain about that either, you know. I, I think that could be a tremendous benefit. And that's, you know, if, if you remember, I did kind of get a new committee going myself. What did you get going, Fred? 
Uh, I got one about talking to, you know, basically retailers, homebrew shops, and, you know, and leveraged into that is trying to extend the pub discount program into those shops. Ah, yes, more discounts for homebrewers. Yeah. They don't like that, do they? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Man, I can't get enough of those. That's right. Fred was in there saying, you know, because if you become a member of the AHA right now, there's a whole list of pubs you can go to, and you get a discount at the pub. And the pub decides what it is. It's not across the board. Some of them give you a buck off. Some of them give you, like, $2 pints, you know. Sometimes it's just on merch or right. food. Sometimes, yeah, you can get, like, it just 10% depends on, on where it is. Whatever they want to sign up with. So Fred comes in with, uh, you know, let's try to get that to retailers also, because it's another incentive for us to keep signing up for the AHA if we get mm-hmm. discounts, you know. Good idea, Fred. What was my idea? What did I come in with? Uh, uh, the draw pictures of me. <laughs> yes, I was, the, yeah, I was the keep everybody entertained. Hookers at NHC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. I was. I, d- I definitely offered that we should have a hookers at NHC subcommittee. How did that go? I got shot down. Only Drew was on my side. Well, uh, figures, yes. first of all. Uh, maybe you should try being the head of the itty-bitty titty committee. <laughs> I'll propose that at the next, maybe that would be good. At the next phone call. Yeah. Just saying. We'll just small tit this thing all up. What subcommittees are you now on, Fred? Because we had to sign up for subcommittees. Do you you know? I'm, I know I'm on, on the web, and I'm on the uh, uh, conference committee. Okay. So, you know, that whole subject you were talking about before I came on with uh, Crispy Fry and Gary Glass on, you know, how do we pick who, what, where, yeah. uh, I'm gonna, definitely going to be big in the middle of that. So yell at Fred from now on. Oh, good. You're, you're worried about where these things are going to be. Call Fred. I'll give out his number. I'll give you his number on the air as soon as he's... (laughs) (laughs) Next break. Call Fred. It's Call Fred Day. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) I think I'm on a a couple subcommittees, too. Uh, Do you remember what? Or uh, should we pull the notes? I'm on the web subcommittee. For what? Because they felt I was qualified to lend... um, Web presence? Yes, to lend consultation about their web presence and how you're on communications oh is that what i am <laughs> yeah you were on communications and they wanted you to sit in on the web because there's so many ties between the two thank you fred that's what i'm doing yeah and, and what the, else is oh, he doing you know committee? anything about communicating there justin <laughs> barely listen to me right now uh <laughs> you know i'm actually the chair of a subcommittee though I'm not joking. They, oh, God, They no. made me the chair of, of a... Uh, uh, I mean, I requested to be the oh, chair of, of the stay-out-of-our-way subcommittee? I'm on the... What is my... Oh, I think I'm on the club subcommittee. I think what? I'm the chair of the club's subcommittee. So what do you have to do? Somehow or the other, you volunteered to be chair of that. That's right. I did. I think what happened... I, I, I think, think I, he scratched his nose and his hand <laughs> went up. I said. I'm scratching my head. And uh, they were oh, great. Justin will be the chair of the club <laughs> subcommittee. So now I have to listen to you people bitch, Doc, about, you know, us not serving the clubs enough. Oh, so I can, I can direct them directly at you? Yeah. That's sweet. I never knew how to put those two before. Actually, yeah, he's the man. <laughs> Fred's also going to give away my number at the next break. <laughs> sure. You call me. Uh, I actually like being on that one because uh, being around you guys, I'm around a lot of clubs all the time. We have five in our area. I know uh, most of them. And um, I think I can be a helpful tool. <laughs> you can be a tool in the uh, in the in the club world. Yeah. So I will say though, I, I was you know, like Drew said, I was impressed at the amount of things that got done. Um, you know, Crispy, our chair, I think does a great job of really keeping things moving and keeping us on task. Yeah, that's a great important. facilitator, isn't he? He was, and he was able to 
start the discussion and and get us on the right track. And he was also able to shut up and listen to us too, which is hard to do if you're me. It's difficult. <laughs> so I, I, I think I think anybody who wears a jacket like uh, like Crispy wears, yeah, just instantly gets respect. It's instant respect. You're right. I mean, you come yeah, in yeah, with... right in down in San Diego, right? He will. <laughs> oh my God! I love your jacket. <laughs> Yeah, is it Mark Jacobs? Miami. <laughs> yeah, he would fit in better at Miami. I think that's true. Um, well, he walked on the stage. And I'm like, what does he have? A boat with an alligator on it and a black best friend, or what? <laughs> yes, that's what he has. Um, so now, a couple of the things that we were able to accomplish, uh, I think, during the meeting that, that I thought was was great was really talking about how to engage members, and so. Uh, one thing we all walked away with, I think one of the primary points, was to use the AHA Forum. All of you members should be using the AHA Forum, not just the Brewing Network Forum. Go over to the AHA Forum. And it's got a lot of members now, a lot of people signing up. And it's really a direct way for you to communicate with us and with the AHA um, to talk about what you need and what you want. Um, we discovered different ideas for uh, being able to enlist your help to, to, uh, to help get the things done that, that you need and that you want. Um, and the forum, I think, is really going to be the place to do that. Um, so that was one thing I really took away, guys. Anything uh, from you? Well, that was... The biggest thing for me, at least... Oh. Go ahead, Drew. Sorry, I think the biggest thing for me, at least, was, you know, we've been working so hard for years just to get that, to get the website updated, and that's kind of been our primary focus. Yeah. That now that we're finally there, and now that we finally have a way for people to really get their feedback uh, back to those three and a half members uh, who uh, actually run the whole organization, um, they finally—it uh, it seems like the, uh, the HA has finally gotten to a point where they're willing to let go, you know, kind of lose a little bit of the control and kind of move into kind of the more modern period where you really do let your members and your users uh, kind of help direct. And not only help direct, but actually help do. Right. Some open source action is what we needed. Absolutely. And that's what we got. Fred, how about you? I think that, you know, we're heading down the right path there. We've got to get more out into all of the new medias, and uh, I think that's there. we got a topic right in the uh, general homebrew discussion on the forum there. What do you want your AJ governing committee to do for you? That's a good place to, you know, throw your feedback about what you want what you need, you know, what you'd like. And I tell you, those three and a half people, they read that. Right. I should probably read it, too. That might not uh, be a bad idea. Yeah, I need to do that. You need to get an assistant. And then they can read it to you at night. Who was it? I think it was Chris White saying that uh, Bevo should become my personal assistant. And um, and I was really on board with it until she read that, until she read your commercial earlier in the show. And and I realized she's half a retard. Well, and it's good because you're like, okay, we should have Bevo read it beforehand so she doesn't read it like an idiot. <laughs> right. Which she did, and she did. Right. So I could be your personal assistant. I'm looking... Uh, I don't really want to be your personal assistant. That, that, that was never... That was never uh, Just for the record. a factor, whether you wanted yeah. to do it or not. It was never something yeah. I had considered. But I'll do it. If the pay's right. Bevo does have a nicer ass than you, and I would be willing to... you ever seen me in a pair of short shorts? No. Ah, you make a good point. Thank you. I guess he could. They just threw right. up in my mouth. <laughs> you do that a lot. I'm telling you, go to a uh, gastroenterologist. <laughs> All right. So, a- anything else, guys? Uh, was there anything that you were surprised about um, on the committee? Did anything kind of catch you off guard, Fred? 
Oh, one thing that really caught me off guard is how well the three of us new guys really fit in. That's a good point. I th- I thought we'd all just have to sit there and be outcast, but uh, should be hazed. Is there a hazing ritual that goes on? We didn't get hazed, really. No, like, yeah. Chug this IPA <laughs> in two seconds, or you're fired, or something weird like that. No, I actually Kiss the goat. If, uh, I felt really welcome, Fred. That I, I that, that I oh, that my comments. Totally. Y- yeah. Didn't you, did you feel the same? Totally. I mean, they, the only rule they forgot to tell us about was the one: if you open your mouth and speak about something, you join that committee. <laughs> That's right. They didn't tell us that. And in some cases, you become the chair. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't catch that rule at all. And there's no arguing that rule. If, um, for example, Fred said, "Excuse me, I have to go to the restroom," and they said, "Oh, chair of the web committee." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a computer. <laughs> yeah. Too late. <laughs> Can you read that sub rule? Yeah. No, that's and and I felt that uh, you know because you go into uh, first of all the panel has a lot of great homebrewers and and people who have done a lot of great things in in the industry there um, you know Harold's on it you know, Drew's there Denny's there Kurt Stock's there obviously Jamil's there uh, forgive me if I'm not mentioning you know big names uh, but you're sitting next to people who you know have really added a lot of value to the to the committee and right. to and to the AHA and so. You kind of come in wondering how much you should contribute on this first run when they start talking about things. But like I was saying, I, I felt really welcome to open my mouth. And a couple times they even asked uh, for our input, I thought. Um, at least that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they actually write down the note after you talked? Uh-oh. 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 Oh, lost Who did somebody. we lose? We lost Fred. He got bored with us. Can you call Fred back for me, uh, Beef? Thank you. Um it's the Drew Show. Yeah. Drew and Denny just sat over there playing War the World of Warcraft or something. They had a laptop really? in front of them the whole time. Yeah, no, no, no. What no, server we are you on, Drew? on the, I'm, I'm not on World of Warcraft, sadly. I'm on Jewtown, though. Oh, really? Um, I don't know what that is. Jewtown? Yes. Jewtown. What were you doing that's, that's over there with the laptop? We were actually... Uh, well, I mean, I was kind of... Uh, dazed and confused from taking a red eye, but uh, we were actually uh, keeping track of the uh, AHA form the whole time. So you had just flown in that morning? Yeah, I, yeah, I flew out of LA at like 12.30 a.m. and arrived in Minnesota at like 6.30 and then sat there just mainlining coffee until the meeting, uh, the meeting started. Wow. I thought you looked there, there's a, there's a, <laughs> uh, well, No, I mean, there's a, there's a great forum post on the, on the AHA form where somebody's like, yeah, hey, is Drew drunk in that photo? And I'm like, no, I'm just tired. Yeah. And then Drew didn't sleep for another four days, too, so he really looks the same all the way through the conference. <laughs> Everybody thinks that's the way you always look. Yeah. It is. I, I just assume that's the way he looks, too. Yeah. <laughs> Drew's in neutral all the time, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gun in the engine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Fred, yeah. sorry we lost you. Yeah. Hey, that happened. So, uh, what I volunteer for while I was gone? Yeah. Well, you're now the uh, you're now the chair of the BN committee. Yes. Oh, okay. That yeah. sounds like a good one. Yeah. It's not though. You have to wash me. <laughs> not fun and at all. I like sponge baths. Fred, how many conferences have you been to now? I my first one was Cincy, so this is my third. Okay. All right. So relatively new, like me. Yeah, newbie. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, now you know you'll be at the next uh, couple at least because we're on a three-year term. So, <laughs> a three yeah, I'm committed term. to the next two and hopefully many more beyond that. Right, absolutely. Okay, guys. Well, anything to add? I just wanted to give a general overview. I don't want people to feel like they have to sit through the governing meeting like we did, uh, but I just wanted to give a feel for for what happens. And we did really talk about uh, the issues 
and um, and I, I think we did a good job of hashing out some some plans for 2011 and and trying to improve things and get members involved. Um, and then stupid Jake made a whole new committee and showed us all up. Whatever. That means you got to bring it next time. Oh, I'm, I'm coming in with a book next time. I'm going to give out binders to everybody. Oh, go to Kinko's first. I'm going to go to Kinko's before the, the next spiral time. bound stuff. Oh, yeah. It's all going to be doodles of Jake. <laughs> Flying wieners. It's going to be called the F. Jake subcommittee. Oh. Yeah. Who's the one thing, you know, everybody would be wanting to sign up for that one. That's true. Yes, Fred. I was going to say, the one thing I can add is, is Harold, as you know, is head of the competition committee. Oh, yes. And as you know, two sites. Uh, ended up maxing out, and one and another site came within two of maxing out, and that's something that's right on the top of their list to look at to see how we're going to handle that next year. Yeah, you so, know that's being looked at real hard and very seriously. So what Fred means is literally uh, there's an entry, there's a, a homebrew competition entry capacity yep. at each site, and a couple of them reached it. And that's a problem because we, we want to keep growing. We want this competition to get larger. So how are we going to accommodate more beers? Uh, I think Harold's a good guy to have on that committee. He's a smart dude. Agreed. Uh, well, he's, he's a dentist, there and of looking course. at it. I just want to you know let everybody know that's right on top of the list because uh, yeah. you know how much you know we heard people bitching about hey you know why couldn't I get my entries in you know right and all that. No, we're all about getting them in, and, and it's being looked at as to what we can do. Absolutely. There's a lot of factors involved. There is. Okay. So, and we're going to try to, uh, you know, I think in the future we're going to try to bring more of the content of these of these meetings home to you, so that you guys know what's happening. Like I said, for now, you really should check that AHA forum and uh, keep an eye out. It's the way that you can communicate with us and with the AHA and, and get your ideas heard, and um, you know, just get out there and be active. So, thanks, guys. I appreciate your time. No problem. Hey, no problem. Get some sleep, Drew. <laughs> you look you look awful. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a mess. Yeah, I, I, I'm scheduled. I'm, I'm scheduled for some sleep in 2012. So I figure, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have that much longer to go. <laughs> I see. That's true. All right. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, Fred. All right. You guys have a good one. All right. Okay. <sighs> We've got more to do. We do. I thought the show was over. No, we've got. Uh, we're going to sure. be talking to three-time Ninkasi winner Gordon Strong. Today. Muscle man. <clears throat> I like Gordon. He's a good dude, right? It's fun to hang out with. Yeah. Now, there's a, something else that's important, though. Before we get to that, what's that? We've gone pretty far into the show. Yeah. Without You're pretty deep. Without we've gone pretty deep. Without congratulating Doze for winning oh, Club of the Year. Yeah, right. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, JP, are you a Doze member? Are you? I was, but I, but I jumped ship for you. Oh, you did. And look what it got me. Hey, you entered this year under the BN. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I even probably entered last year it, under but... the BN. Oh, yeah. look at that. The only one. Yeah, Not right. these jokers. Well, they he thought we'd Doze. follow him. So you know, we went into this conference neck and neck with uh, St. Paul, uh, who would have done it. Would have been a three peat, I think, for them. At or least. a four peat, maybe. Yeah. Um, Doze and and the Brewing Network. And uh, all within what, within five ten points. I think within five or ten points. We had a, I think we had a ten point lead, and you know people kept telling me, "Come on, it's over, it's a done deal." And I said, "No, no, you don't know how the second round works. That ten points is nothing. Yeah, because if if you know if only a couple of our guys get a medal, yet Gordon Strong comes in and gets five medals. That's it. That's all it takes. Done. Over. Good night. Yeah. Well, guess what? Doze comes in with that. 
fucker Nathan Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and who's Steve, the other guy? Steve Northcutt. And Steve Northcutt, who, by the way, tied with Gordon Strong for Ninkasi. Yeah. And then uh, it had to go to first-round points. That's what happened when it was Jamil and Gordon in Oakland, right? Weren't they tied? Yes. Yeah. And then yes. it had to go to first-round points, and Gordon so. uh, you know, had more first-round first points in the same this time. So he was able to win it for the second time in a row and third time in his life, I think is how it works out. But you guys inched above and, and beat out St. Paul. You knocked him off the hill and took club of the year, Doc. I'm a proud pappy. You should yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Now, well, Doc's media, worked real hard on that frigging club, man. That's what I wanted to talk real about. Hard. Yeah. Because, so people thought, well, I, you know, I really wish the BN would have won it. And so did I, of course. But, you know, we've only been at it for a year or two. You guys have been at this for a while, huh? Yeah, we've been slowly moving up. Um, and it, it's never been a mathematical calculation of trying to you know get our ducks in a row and win this thing. It's always been, my speech has always been, you guys are great brewers. Get out there. Put your beer out there. Yeah. Your, your biggest competition is going to be within the club here. Right. Uh, you got a lot of people in here with a lot of experience points behind them. Uh, get pointers on it, but get your beers out there. Yeah. Because everybody's afraid of getting their beer in a competition. They think it's, well, my beer's not that good. You know what? The the ones I taste at the meeting are really good. Yeah. So we we have a committee on you know for a club-only competition, uh, a looser committee for uh, the Nationals. But it, it, we mostly just uh, kind of rally behind each other and get the momentum going and get some beers in there and things. So Do you need me to be a chair on any of those committees? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll be an ottoman on one of them. So it, it's mostly an encouragement thing more than uh, let's strategize and plan this out. That just right. really doesn't happen. Um, and but, you've had some good years and some bad years, right? Last year wasn't too great for you guys at in the second round, was it? Or was it the year before? No, the year before wasn't so good. Okay, this year, okay. This last, last year was pretty good. Okay, um, we did. We're we. You're in the top five. I know that. Yeah, maybe top, even the top, top three. three. Yeah. Uh, I remember when we first got on the map. That yeah. was that was quite a while ago. Like seventeenth or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, and I think twenty sixth first, then uh, boom up to seventeenth, and then we're in the top ten. Yeah, and it, they just got the momentum going. And right. uh, we're a fairly small club if you really think about it. How yeah. many people? Ish forty ish. I haven't been, and, in a and, year and, and, and that's that's members, and so we'll have twenty five at a meeting, right? You know, and, and less we, than that entering. Yeah, less than that entering, but mm-hmm. we we had quite a few entering. Lately, yeah. Um, yeah, one or two beers. Uh, a lot of clubs have a couple powerhouse people that you know really power through with that one. But uh, um, we mostly back our members really well with you know a lot of a lot of back slapping and kudos and, and things. You ought to enter this beer, and yeah. uh, we we've got people that I've noticed that are really good in certain styles. Yeah, um, Scott Thomas, he's just a fantastic uh, stout builder. And yeah, he got uh, I think a silver, I think. Did he? Yeah, I think so. Probably. And uh, where's Tasty when we need him? He always has the list in yeah, front of yeah, him. Yeah, he's got the list in front of him. Yeah. Channel, pull it up or whatever. But uh, our meeting's tomorrow. I just I'm gonna go. Yeah, we're, I'm gonna, gonna go congratulate you guys because uh, you know I, I, I'd like to see y'all celebrate, and I think you've worked hard at it. I haven't been to a meeting in a while, and I, I want to go and free beer. I want to go be a sore loser. Is what I want to do. Oh no, no. no. <laughs> Now, Tasty and uh, Tasty got shut out this year, didn't he? 
No medals in the second round for Tasty, which is the first time in a long time. Yeah. Usually he gets at least that one medal. Yeah, the yeah, fruit and, beer or uh, something. Yeah, tough year for the Tasty. And Shat, you got shut out in the second round too, huh? I did. Man, I bet right. you wanted to throw things at Nathan <laughs> Smith too, didn't you? Well, I'll tell you what. I I think no one's going to really convert from Dose to Brewing Network. Yeah, I was going to talk defend about that. that title. You do. There yeah. was so if you remember on the shows uh, after I bitched out all of these guys for entering under Doze instead of the BN, they said, "Well, this is the last year we're going to be the BN next year." And sitting there in that, I was sitting at the table and I saw you guys win Club of the Year, and I, I was real happy for you. I, I really was. Um, and that's the first thing I thought of was, you know what? For one, you guys have to defend because that's what you do when you win. So for Doze's sake, you have to defend. For the BN's sake, we don't want to win that way. We don't want to win just because you guys moved over to our club. We want to be our own club. These guys out here in the middle of the country who don't have their own club, and they look to the BN as their club, they need to win it. Yep. And yeah. they almost did this year. Well, they need to start brewing better beer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't be down on you guys. We did right. great this year. Yeah. I mean, we came from no... Or we weren't even on the anything two years ago. Last year, we're in like the top ten, or maybe even the top five. This year, we're in the top three. So uh, last year got uh, home brewer of the year, uh, Bianer. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. That's Cray right. Mail. That was awesome. So, so I'm I'm perfectly comfortable. I think it's the right thing to do that you guys stick with does and that the BN keeps charging ahead the way they do. You know, I think you guys got to defend. So, well, it was a it was a good competition. Doc got a medal though. He didn't get shut out. That's right. Yeah, you're the only medalist on staff, I guess, huh? Yeah, I got right now. I'm like. Three for the last three years. So, oh, is that right? Yep. What did you get? I got a silver two years ago, uh, gold last year, and a, and a bronze. No, I got one each. What was your bronze for this year? Uh, that was for um, a Northern German Alt beer. Okay. That I actually had, I brewed for Kenya Brew it, but it it never we never got it over here for that because uh, I tasty brewed for it too. And so that was the eight mile Alt clone. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Finished finish right behind a guy from Pacheco. Ryan Barta from oh. Beer. Yeah, I can't Dose. believe that there's another Pachekite entering <laughs> and he's awesome not entering under the BN. I know, right? Now, him I might take. I might have uh, him switch over. He can't be from Pacheco. He's Dose. He's got to defend. Yeah. I don't know. He has no allegiance to Dove. What does he know? Yeah. Well, Plus, I can take him out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm whacked. This <laughs> is my town. whacked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, all right, so congratulations on your medal. Now, you know that we all, JP had the great idea, you know, if Doc wins, he's not here, we all got to go up. Yeah, I was, wonder, I was wondering, I didn't want that to be just, you know, be, oh, there's nobody going up for him, that'd suck. No, we all got up <laughs> there, everyone from the show, um, so everyone in this room, uh, and Tasty, and I get up there, and, uh, Gary just looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I said, we're all accepting this for Doc, and we're taking a picture with you. <laughs> so grabbed the medal, and we all just kind of hovered around Gary, yeah. and they you know, they took the photo. So we'll get you that. I'm thinking we should frame it and put it in the studio here. That'd be awesome. You know, because it, it was a bummer that you couldn't be there to get the medal yourself. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, we were sure excited for you. I was at home. I'm, I'm checking the web, and I, 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 didn't, I couldn't get on, online to uh, listen live and... Yeah, I was starting to get worried because it was getting later and later. I hadn't heard anything from anybody, and then you called, and my wife got the phone uh, phone call for you. Yeah, and uh, you you called and told me all the good news, and yeah, that's when I heard that everybody else was trying to get a hold of me. You know, uh, yeah, 
we were all doing the cell phone, so that was the problem. Yeah, I was at home, and my cell phone doesn't work there, so. Yeah. But I was getting worried. It was getting late, and no news is bad news. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was pretty excited. Well, you should have been. So congratulations, guys. Yeah. And suck it. <laughs> we'll see you in battle next year, won't we, JP? <laughs> yes. Oh, don't look at me. I'm not going to do anything for you. <laughs> well, enter again. That's all. Yeah. Uh, we did have a couple Beanners uh, win up there, though. It was really oh, yeah. great to see that. And one guy came off, he won. I, I go up to give him a hug, and he, he kind of looked at me like, get the fuck away from me. I was like, what? I am your president! Yeah! You obey me! We hug! Yeah. <laughs> really? If it wasn't for me, you'd be sitting in the May- back well, Did you take a shower that day? Uh, maybe that was it. <laughs> Come on. I rinsed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I did the airport shower. Lather, rinse, yeah. repeat. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, next time, repeat. <laughs> yeah. So, it was fun, and the whole conference was fun. BNA5 was a blast. It was a real good time. Uh, did you have a good time, Jim? I had a good time, yeah. I didn't see you most of the week, so I didn't know if you were having a good time or a miserable time. Well, no, I had to work, so I was at the booth at 11, or early start time of 11. Right. Yeah. A lot better than the 8 o'clock start time it used Dude, to be. fuck those. I'm, I'm real. That's the best change that they've made at NHC. Yeah. An 11 o'clock start time. Yeah. Even 10 o'clock would have been fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Even I made the 11 o'clock start time. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was good. So there were only a couple douchebaggery things that happened throughout the week. Oh, good. I haven't heard of those yet. I mean, we got to do that. All this everything's perfect and wonderful bullshit. Come on. Not everything works out that way. A couple of douchebaggery things. So apparently, so we had two pretty full tables up in the front. One, they gave us a table right in the front because we were streaming the video and we needed to be able to get to our computers. And then more beer had a table next to us uh, that we kind of just all shared. Well, there wasn't room for one of our guys. One of Bad Rock's friends had, had come on out. And uh, so one guy was sitting at a table just behind our table. And a bunch of other guys sat down at that table as well. Guys he didn't know. Guys we didn't know. And they wanted him to leave. The, the, the table said reserved. And they made it sound to him like it was reserved for them. But he discovered that it was actually reserved for AHA people. But they had sat somewhere else. And these guys had just crashed the table. Yeah. And they wanted him, they wanted his space. Was it because they had one more friend? I don't know. Probably. Or a couple friends. There were still a couple empty seats. Well, then they should douchebag. Well, and he didn't, he was like, listen, uh, these are, I'm with my guys right here too. Uh, it's, you didn't reserve the table. He was sitting there first. He didn't come crash it. He was sitting there right. first. So they kind of started effing with him. And, and when he, when he said, I'm with the Brewing Network, like I'm with these guys right here. They start going, yeah, well, f- fuck the Brewing Network. They're a bunch of douchebags. And, and they start really getting in on the Brewing Network. I should have known that. I would have strong-armed them. That's what I said. I said, yeah. I said brother, you got to tell me these things next I'll time. Get all up in their fucking kitchen, dude. So apparently they sit there. And you know who you are, you little fucks. You were sitting right behind, <laughs> you were sitting right behind you think they're uh, JP now? At, the, at the JP. They all listen. They all listen. They come and say, oh, it sucks. We don't listen. My ass. Yeah. How do you know it sucks if you don't listen? Right. You got to listen a lot to know how much we suck. Right. So these little fuckers. <laughs> and he starts, and he keeps, he's kind of defending us. And the more he defends us, the more they're, they're, and then, so they start going, they shouldn't even be in the running for club of the year. You can't enter under every region. That's bullshit. And they start in all this just out of nowhere. I mean, I don't, I don't even know who they are. I've never oh, met them. I've never spoken to these little fucktards. And, <laughs> and they're really kind of giving it to this poor. So finally, 
he just I, I he he was getting real pissed off and I sent Bad Rock over there. Well, he went up to Bad Rock. And Bad Rock explained it to me the next day. I didn't know this until the next day. I guess he was like shaking. He was really like pissed. Oh, and he's dude. and he just said, "Rock, I'm leaving. I got to go. I can't be here right now." He's like, "What's going on?" I just I can't be here. I'm going to fucking snap. And he walked out and he left. Uh, during the dinner? Yeah. I don't even think he stuck or maybe maybe he made it through dinner and it was he didn't stick around for the awards. I don't know how far he made it, but uh bullshit, man. What, for one, that's fucked up. For dude. one, look at uh, there's all right. We're not for everybody, but shut the fuck up. It's a banquet and it's an award ceremony. It's beer. And it's this, homebrew. Yeah, give it a break. Who gives a fuck about homebrew? Homebrew sucks. How about that? <laughs> all fucking homebrew sucks. And this guy's just sitting there, minding his own business. All he wants to do is sit near his friends, and because he won't leave, they start in on him and the BN and all this shit. Why would, dude, uh, I wish he would have said something, man. Do you got to call him out? Do you know where they're from? I don't know him. No, I don't know. Oh. Because no one told me till the next day. Oh. So I didn't even look over. I couldn't tell. I, I could look him in the face and not know who they were because I didn't find out till the next day. Hey. I, oh, you bet your ass I you should find out. I'd name hey. names. Well, you know what? It's, it's code fuck him up. Yeah. It's, uh, of course you don't know him because it's not like they got up there and got a medal. <laughs> oh. I don't think but they did. Just saying. Nobody it from just, that table got a medal. It just upset me because I can take that. You can say anything you want to me about the BN. That's fine. Yeah. But this guy was just hanging out, minding his own business. He just wanted to sit next to his friends, which was us. Yeah. We didn't have an extra space at our table, so he sat as close as he could. And you're going to just sit there and bash his club the whole time? Well, and, and the awesome part is they know who the BN is. They're not saying it to any member of the BN. No. They're saying it to a friend of the BN. Right. Good point. Yeah. Because, please, you could say it to me all week long. I'm happy to hear it. Great. Yeah, I know how often. Tell me out by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hang out, have a beer, take oh a swim. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'll have a swim. You guys are <laughs> so awful. Let me tell you something. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're even talking about my club this way. That's not even fair how you enter, like, all the regions and junk. It's not fair. God, we're oh, my just... God. I can't believe how stupid you guys are. <laughs> And I'm not even pretending to sound like that. Yeah, are you are you, are you being the are you playing along <laughs> no, in the bit? Yeah. Are you saying Oh how? my god, I can't. You guys are so stupid. Yeah, that sounds good, Bevo. You're you're getting this thing real well now, thing. <laughs> good job. Yeah, I hate you. Why don't you open the ball with this? Paul Brown is on the phone. Paul, what's happening, Paul brother? Brown? Tried to run the cops down. Hey. Paul Brown. How you doing? Good. How's it going, my brother? You're at the table, aren't you? Pretty good. Yeah. What's I was up? at the, the Bay Area table. Okay, you weren't the guy. Um, you weren't the guy talking shit to my friend. Heck no! <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, of course not. I know that. Paul. I just want to congratulate uh, to Doc for uh, you know for being in those all this time, helping out the club. Yeah, right, thanks, and I've man. only been there for a couple of years. Well, thank you very much. Were you there when Doc was president, yeah. Paul? <laughs> no. No, so you haven't even been there. Only when Eric. Eric Beer is the president. Yep. Right, right, right. Well, there you go, Doc. Kudos from Paul. Well, I'll be there tomorrow, so uh, we'll celebrate. How many, huh? how many beers did you guys drink on Sunday? I was I was back on the horse on Sunday, Yeah. if you're asking us. So uh, was I, man. I was drinking at the airport. Bloody Mary. A couple beer. Bloody Marys, a couple beers. I think I had an MGD on our Please? flight because the white spot it for me. That's better than me. I was passed out by then. so I went home and started drinking. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna by himself. I didn't drink again until yesterday. Really? I didn't drink a whole lot out there. I'll be honest. I stayed up real late, but I wasn't. Uh, I didn't drink like a tank. It wasn't my. I was off. You off were my afraid game. of Minnesota, weren't you? 
<laughs> yeah. Minnesota had me frightened. Well, thanks, Paul. It was a good time hanging out out there, man. All right. All right, brother. See you guys tomorrow. Okay. All right. Later. Now, you're not knocking the beer. That's why you weren't drinking. No. 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 No, I just wasn't uh, wasn't feeling up to... I don't know. I just was moving a lot, and um, there were a couple times I couldn't find a good beer, I'll be honest. <laughs> there was a time or two that I was, I was feeling like drinking. There and, always uh, will be, dude. There's, you know, I, could, I was having a tough time finding a good beer, but overall, you know, it was fine. It was good. <laughs> no. it, was, it was good. It was fine. It was good. It was good. Everything was fine. San Diego's going to be good, I'll tell you that. San Diego's going to be real good. Oh, I'm yeah. really excited about that, because that's at the town and country, and that place rocks. Dude, BNA6 yeah. is going to kick ass. Yeah, we're going to have We're going to bring back the band? The band will be back next year, yes. We should have it at O'Brien's. Well, we're going to... I don't know where we're going to have it yet, because we're going to work Ford. with... Uh, we've already we've already acquired our sponsors for next year, too. White Labs oh, really? and, and More Beer. Oh, really? Our uh, joint forces, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to put on a rager. Oh. And... Uh, yeah, Whitey will probably just buy a warehouse or something. I don't probably. know. Probably. <laughs> he probably knows a, a beach few. party. We should have it in the lab. Oh, my God. We should have a beach party. We have a beach Go party. to the beach. I'll bring my SPF 100 and my towels and my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how that ended with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Most things do in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, what can I JP? get you from Starbucks? <laughs> I told myself that I'd try to do a not very vulgar show this time so, because a lot of the, you know the, the HA likes to post like the a- NHC wrap ups and stuff, yeah. and they post all the other podcasts because they're all clean and nice. And then there's ours, and we're like, "You're gargling on somebody's balls." Well, <laughs> I didn't call mean it tea to. bag. You know, ah, fuck it. it why, why, why change now? Yeah, they knew what they were getting into. Yeah, I'll just cut out the the little segment with Gary. They'll put that up there. Yeah, they'll be good. I don't need to be on that site anyway. No. I'll go on my own site. I'll just build one. My boyfriend Gary is like a web designer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta get us to a quick break, oh God. so that we can clean up JP's face. Oh, why would you want to do that? And uh, when we come back, we're gonna be talking to Gordon Strong, who uh, deserves some congratulations of his own for third time Ninkasi winning. All right, it's the session. A few more things to do. Don't forget, we've got JP's moment coming up. I do have a moment. Some- I've been having a moment all fucking show. Something of value. No. And Gordon Strong when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. 
Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. The cutting-edge equipment from Blickman Engineering is designed by brewers to make your brew day shorter, more enjoyable, and to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's so. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back to the program. You know what that sound means. Uh, it's time to play Guess Who Has AIDS. <laughs> Different game. Oh. Is that your new game? Yeah. I told you I was working on one. Gordon, what's happening, my brother? Hey, Justin. Good to have you back on the show. 
Hi, it's great to be back. And congratulations. Uh, I guess we should change your name to Mr. Ninkasi now. <laughs> yeah. I will answer to that. <laughs> Is there another uh, three-time winner? Nope. You are now the that- first in history. Yep, that's it. Nope.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I know that there was a while there where, yeah, it was you and Jamil, two and two, and then Jamil retired, and uh, Gordon goes on to win. So it was your second in a row, right? No, they were all, all three of them were in a row. Oh, it's three in a row. I didn't even realize that. It was a three-peat. Yeah, the tie was in Cincinnati, not Oakland. I see. I actually won Oakland outright, but uh, right. okay. that, was, uh, that, that, was just <laughs> that was just a wild one last year. You are such a cheater, Gordon. <laughs> Three times in a row, uh, Doc. That's not possible, that's, is it? That's that's what I read in uh, your uh, presentation. Apparently, yeah, I did. I put in my presentation that one of my favorite websites is GordonStrongCheats dot com. Doc, impossible. Right? It's statistically impossible. <sighs> not out of Gordon, no. <laughs> Actually, it's statistically impossible for anybody to put in that many beers. <laughs> yeah, get them to move on, right? <laughs> Uh, it's really awesome, man. Three times in a row is amazing. I don't know that that... It, it's going to be a long time before we ever see that happen. Well, at least three years. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at least. <laughs> now, you're, are you going to retire on top, or are you going to go for a four-peat? Yep, that's it. What? Nope, that's it. That's it? You blew your wad. No, I'll, st- I'll still enter, but I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, gunning for the Ninkazi anymore. You're not going uh, crazy anymore. It's too much work. It is a lot of work. How many beers did you enter in the first round? I entered... Uh, 44. 44 beers. And advanced 16. That's pretty awesome. And then four of them meddled. By the way, pay attention, everybody, because I've outsourced today's mini-topic to Gordon. Uh, this whole interview is our mini-topic. It's how to win in Kasi three times in a row. Ready, it's, go. It's today's, it's today's <laughs> mini-topic. How about just win it once? Yeah, how to hey, win it. That'd be good enough information. Yeah. But before we get into it too much, as a uh, past president of the St. Paul Homebrewers Club, I want to congratulate Doe's. They earned it. They earned it the way that uh, St. Paul earned it. That men they earned it. They, they didn't find it lying in the street. They beat somebody who was defending. So, right. Uh, good on you guys. Oh, Sorry thanks. you couldn't be there for that, Doc. Yeah, you know, I, and, and, you know, as I, I get the news, and the first words out of my mouth to my wife, I should have been there. Oh, I knew you were going to do that, too. Just, how did that go? <laughs> that, that, she, what do you mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. It's a good thing you're so small, because she probably just like swung over you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you know, she can cut firewood with a sharp glance. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you said that, too, Gordon, because I agree with you, man. I, I think that they, you you know, they kicked and scratched their way to the top. And, like and women, there was nothing easy about it. You know, you guys were uh, you guys were tough to beat. Well, well that was exactly how uh, St. Paul beat uh, Quas. I mean, they. Yeah. If you looked at the stats over the year, they were like number four, then number two, and you know, before they finally won it. I mean, it wasn't just out of nowhere. It yeah. was Trying over and over, and you know, learning by going through it. So. Uh, yeah. You know, seeing Doe's haven't put in that work and not uh, not give up just because they tried once and didn't get it. You know, that's what it takes. Yeah. So, good yeah. on them. Now... I mean, and Quaff was totally the same way when we won it. They're like, you know, good, good. Now we don't have to try to defend them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Thank you for taking us off the heap. Thank you. Right. Uh, thanks. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't want that to happen with the Ninkazi. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good Good point. Now... I was just going to say, you know, 
if I can't beat Jamil, I don't know why I should try anymore. So, you know. So if he comes, <laughs> if he comes back, then you might have to, you might have to come back. No, 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 no. There needs that, to be a separate you know, that award for that. Yeah. Well, anybody, <laughs> anybody that talked to me before, before the awards were announced, you know, I said, you know, who knows what's going to win? The second round is such a crapshoot. Yeah. I mean, you got to make good beer, but then you got to be lucky. I mean, yeah. it's, it's half, it's half good brewing and half pure dumb luck. So, um, you know. <laughs> I can handle the first part, but the second part, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna roll snake eyes sooner or later. Well, I so. say we just go Nancy Kerrigan this thing and just go take out his brew system. <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> just take a bat to it. Let's, yeah, let's just uh, let's go old school. <laughs> now, I, I don't mean this as a rhetorical question, really, uh, although I suppose it kind of is. But it must have been uh, guys probably were pretty disappointed. St. Paul, in other words, you, I think he really wanted to win at home. How cool it is to win on your home turf and. Uh, probably was a little bit tough to to not make well, it again you know it was um like last year i mean if you if you think about the uh you know sort of the poetic nature you know we won in san diego and then you win in uh minnesota yeah so, uh yeah. you know that sort of that sort of ties out nice that's true yeah uh yeah not winning on our home turf wasn't wasn't uh, yeah would have been nice right right so i mean everybody's trying hard but um you know um you know, judging is subjective, and shit happens, so... Yeah. You know. yeah it's, so, too, it's too bad I just can't all get you know, put into a gas chromatograph and judged off of that. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then we This has inline point six degrees of... Yeah, stress. robo-judge. Mm-hmm. So I have to bring uh, this up. I'm sure you've seen the threads. I wanted your input on it. You know, some people are saying, well... You know, Gordon enters under Mead, and Mead shouldn't be part of it. And that's why he wins Ninkasi. What do you think about that? Uh, I think they should enter under wine because that's what they're doing a lot of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think... Shove it up your ass. <laughs> no, I think... He needs a woo I think, <laughs> I think you should. I think you should read the rules when you enter a competition. And if you're not happy with them, you don't change them retroactively because you didn't like who won. Right. You know, if you want to win it, win it by the rules they have. Right. So, I think you should be yeah, required. I didn't, make, I didn't make the rules. I just followed them. You just went by them, right? I think you should be required to wear a sexier outfit when you accept your ninkasi. I think they should put that on the rules. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, man. It, it, it's kind of stupid to go back after the fact and say, "Well, it should have been this way," and that's why he won. Because the truth is, he won because he, he entered a lot of beers, played the numbers game, and entered a lot of good beers, and made yeah. it to the second round, and then did well in the second round. And Mead has always been a part of the the BJCP competition. It's 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 there for a reason. These things have been thought about, and it takes uh, you know the same skills to make a Mead as it does a, a beer. You know, you have to understand the fermentation. You have to do it well and just because you enter mead and by the way i'm not defending gordon this is just my opinion just because you enter uh, mead doesn't mean you're gonna sweep the category like gordon almost did yeah, it's right? still got to be damn good mead yeah gordon didn't win the nikasi you know brewing crappy stuff so yeah uh, kudos to you man so no, thanks i just had to address it because i've seen it on a couple of forums where people are saying no you know, um you know it's the same way uh you know, I find it sort of ironic the if people are complaining about that are are probably the same ones that are saying now who's saying like the BN can't go out and win club because you know we're in different regions you know it's the same thing 
the BN entering in multiple regions is allowed. Right. So go right. ahead and do it. Yeah. You know. So to say that you know you're okay with one and not okay with the other, yeah, I'm just being hypocritical. So uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody in the chat had it right. You know, they just said, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, and and read the rules and, and use the rules to your advantage. I mean, uh, uh, people who are good at competing at anything use the rules to, to their advantage. And I think that uh, I think that you intermede because you're a mead maker, Gordon. Well, but I, I also think it's to, a smart move, you know. I was trying. I, I wasn't entering mead because I wanted to win the Ninkazi. I was, I was more trying for the mead maker award. Oh, I see. Yeah. So... You know, it sort of swerved into... I mean, I was trying to defend, yes, but not like last year. Right. And last year, I really tried. You know, this year, this year I was doing a lot with meads. I entered all nine mead categories, and I advanced uh, six of the nine, and then three of them meddled. So I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Well, you should be. Absolutely. Got probably a lot of dead bees around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took all their honey. Maybe I should enter mead. Maybe I should become a mead maker. I like to see you drink mead. I like mead. I made it once, and it keeps getting into the first round. Yeah, and or you know into the second round actually, and then never doing anything. Oh, well, because because Gordon, because Gordon's in there. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the cool thing usually I bitch about the differences in judging. First round I got a twenty-eight. Second round I got a twenty-eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> at least it's consistent. Pretty spot on. If anything, yeah. Consistently a twenty-eight. Consistently not good. <laughs> yeah. So we should have mead. Yeah. So I made some for you. Actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, before I even knew who you were. Perfect. Yeah. Now, Gordon, did you judge this year also? I did. Yeah. I, actually, I uh, uh, judged with Nathan. Oh, okay. How did you feel about the caliber of beers this year compared to other years? Uh, I think they've been comparable. Yeah. Did you did you have yeah. some Did you have some great ones back there? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, every year I judge in the second round, I'm giving out, a, you know, a couple of 40s. You oh. know, there's a lot in the 30s. Nice. Um, but you never know how they hold up when they're shipped in the middle of the summer. So, you know, I've always said that, you know, I think handling has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Especially uh, people that didn't, uh, you know, uh, rebrew or bottles have been sitting around getting old since the first round. Um, you know, things can fall off. So... Yeah, I was judging some of the lower gravity categories, so you know I was a little concerned about that. Yeah. What, what did you judge? I judged uh, categories three and four, uh, amber and dark lagers. Yours was it wasn't yours an amber lager? Yeah, that you? That's a seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, I got my sheets back, and you didn't judge mine. So, Is yeah, it, I was in. I wanted to mention the sheets, too. How amazing is it that you got your sheet back already? They were available at awards night. If you were present, you could pick up an envelope with your score sheets right then and there. Get back in the hospitality suite after the... (laughs) Yeah, the committee did so well organizing the judging, and they they put together a team that would have your sheets there for you after the banquet. That was really impressive. They run a thousand thousand entry competition every January. Oh, okay. So So they've done this before. Yeah. Well, they set a standard because I was I was really impressed by that. Just that announcement yeah. there. Not that I had score sheets to pick up, but I yeah. thought it was. A, you know, <laughs> if you did, you would have. I would have gone and got them because then you can yeah, then, go. Then you don't have to mail the shit. <laughs> you don't have to mail it, and I could, for example, go find Gordon Strong if he had judged my beers and punch him punch in the junk. Stomach, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's an Nikasi. What do you mean it was shitty? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever comments I get, <laughs> you know. 
So, any t- uh, do you have a, a couple of tips for how to win Ninkasi three times in a row, Gordon? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> brew a crapload uh, of beer. Brew, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. What I mean, it's the same. It's the same advice I have before. It's yeah. know what the styles are. Brew a lot of them. Make sure your beers are peaking. Um, enter a lot of them because if there's a tie, that's what the tiebreaker is. <laughs> you know, it, it worked right, for me yeah. twice. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Were any of your yeah. recipes out of brewing classic styles, Gordon? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I had to ask, you know. No. Or just the ones that didn't no, make no, it. No, but I'm sure, oh. I'm sure several of them will be in my forthcoming book, available next year. Ooh, what's oh. it going to be called? YJP is awesome? <laughs> it's going to be called... Brewing. I'm not sure what it's going to be called because they... Uh, they spiked the name that I had because the the HA took it as their logo. <laughs> it's called. I wanted to call it. I wanted to call it Brew Better Beer. Brewing They're other like, classic styles. <laughs> <laughs> Brewing classicer styles. <laughs> Brewing classic styles like the classic styles. The classicalist styles <laughs> that you can, that one man could brew, written by two men. <laughs> can I write the forward to it? <laughs> no, no, actually, no, no you I, cannot. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Actually, uh, actually, uh, Justin hit the. Uh, he sort of swerved into this one accidentally last time. I want. Uh, I want to ask Mufasa to do it because it's a all grain book, and I figured he'd be down with that. Nice. Is it? Say, uh, is it all grain? <laughs> yeah, there's recipes? no extract in there. Well, yeah. I mean, there's going to be no extract recipes in there. There's going to be no extract anything. Okay. If you want to do extract thing, buy Palmer's book. Right. Right. But I mean, if what am I going to write about extract? Can openers, electric versus manual. Yeah. <laughs> there could be an appendix about that. You could recommend yeah. different ones. You know. Well, I'm just saying, if he's too busy for you, I got you. Yeah. Okay. I got this. Hey, just hang on. He's writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> JP's got me. Hey, uh, it was it was really good that you brought the whole crew this year. I mean, that was great. Oh, it was. Yeah. Everybody made it, but Doc actually. I don't. Mean, I'm not rubbing yeah. it in. I just meant really the whole crew was there. It was yeah. awesome. I, you know, and I had my ticket. I had everything. All paid for and everything, and I had to bow out last minute. So family time, goddamn death watch. Yeah, well, get you every time, every time. <laughs> you know, it's like cold yeah, time. But you know, my my brother benefited. He got he got my uh, ticket to, in my yeah, room and everything. Big Tim else. went. Big he had Tim a good went. time. That's good. I, I like, wasn't sure if he was having a good time. Oh, he had a great time. I feel like Death Watch should have its own like news, like dramatic music. It probably dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, there's an app for that. Yeah, I think I might have something. I think should, yeah. See. That's maybe too action packed for Death <laughs> That's Watch. Action Watch. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that. Doc's Death Watch 2010. Couldn't make it no, to the NHC to this the year. Cat- no. <laughs> <laughs> now right. to Death Watch. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't make it to NHC this year. Did not get to receive his medal in person. Will he make it to 2011? Stay tuned to Death Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Weeknights on ABC Thursdays. Okay. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving up your ass. <laughs> yeah, just play that for me. Uh, so what is now the book, Gordon? Is it just uh, like how to all grain brew, or is it just a recipe book? Tell me about the book. Oh, no, it's um, it's it's more like um, how you go about um, developing your own style as a brewer. How do you, um, you know, pick up and learn? Uh, it's, the right. kind of, it's the kind of things more people ask me about you know they 
they don't want to know particular techniques. They're just interested in, well, how do you, how did you choose to do that particular step versus another one? How did you go off and decide that you wanted to, um, you know, come up with this different kind of style to brew? Um, things that I hadn't seen in books before. Okay. So it's, but it's, but it's just going to cover all grain, like I said. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what the title is going to be. That's still, that's still subject to, uh, Brewer's Publications. Uh, but it comes out, uh, but it comes out next year? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think, I think they're targeting it for next spring. Okay. Gee, would you, uh, lease, uh, Brew Strong? To uh, Gordon for his book, maybe for like a like, like a five percent of royalties. Yeah, I don't have to talk to Jamil and Palmer about that. Brew Gordon Strong. Brew Gordon Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's somebody else that like trademarks my name or my slogan or something. Yeah. <laughs> but don't don't try to take the theme music. Okay, I like that. That you can have. Besides, it's owned by Tool anyway, so yeah. we're stealing it from them, aren't we? Wow. And they played it at uh, BNA Five. <laughs> oh, that's right. They did play it at BNA5. Good stuff. Yep. yep, I appreciated that. So do you want to talk about BNA6, or should I keep that quiet, Gordon? Yeah, let's make sure that works. I think it's just going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a great time. Yeah. In other Looking words, forward to it. Gordon's going to be at BNA6, I'll tell you that. How about that? Oh. He's going to do his best. Oh, yeah. He's going to do his best to be there and party with us at some BNA6. spoken word. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're trying to... Um, yeah, we're trying to move some things around at the conference so that there's not as much... Uh, conflicting going on with right uh, events so yeah. you know I, I i just have to confirm that cool but i'm trying i'm trying to move things out of the way because there's too many things that i want to go to that right. <laughs> are good events that are happening at the same time come on all the cool kids are going to be there and that's the thing it's a kick-ass party you know so everyone wants to make it to that and there's no reason that, it it, that we can't fit in all the events so that's yeah we're a common what we're hoping for yeah yeah, we're accommodating. We picked the time. That's when it is. <laughs> yeah, if you want to have fun, you can go around it. Yeah, if you want a shitty event, go somewhere else. Oh man, imagine our beer list at BNA Six. It'd be in San Diego, huh, Chad? We're oh my! Yeah. Can we have no IPAs there? None, please. <laughs> yeah, come on, that's impossible. You Just know. none. Just piss everybody off. It'd be awesome. <laughs> it would do. Yeah. Uh, we want Sponsored like, by Bud Gelada. The thing that's different about the BN parties and JP parties is we like it when people show up. Oh. Like, we want people to come. Why, though? They, <laughs> then they talk. Yeah. Then you, you have to talk to them. You have to yeah. talk to them and You know stuff. how many times I heard, oh, yeah, it was the flight, JP. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Ask me that stupid shit. I'll that happened you. all week, right? Fuck, all week. Are you going to fly next year or are you just going to drive? He's driving. I'm driving. Take the Volkswagen on down there. It's an hour and a half. Yeah, but That's you only funny. worry about the takeoffs and landings. That's two of each. You still have to do that. No, it's still just the confined space. Nobody, I keep telling. Sit in the aisle. Nobody listens to me. My knee. Okay, my knees are are always in the back of the seat in front of me all the time. Yeah. And going out there and coming back, I had someone turn around and go, "Excuse me, uh, your knees are jabbing me in the back." <laughs> you flew into San Diego. <laughs> someone was on. Motherfucker, yeah, I'm six fucking five, dude. I have to bend. I have to bend down to walk through the fucking plane. You think I can help it if my knees are jabbing you in the back? JP, you should have said that's not my knee. 
Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's my knee? It's my balls. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I have a problem. Hey, you know, right. my, Are you happy now? My small so? framework fits well into those seats. Yeah. yeah. I've the, got the, plenty. Of, every, every seat is a first class. <laughs> Doc's fine with coach. It's like oh, sitting man. on one of those giant Alice in Wonderland chairs. Oh, for yeah. Doc. <laughs> his, his feet don't even touch the ground. <laughs> no. <laughs> they just swing. <laughs> it's perfect. All right, Gordon. Well, listen, I just wanted to get you on to, you know, congratulate you and, uh, you know, really an amazing accomplishment. You must feel good, man. You must be proud. Yeah, thanks a lot. It was uh, it was a good time and uh, uh, happy you guys were out there and uh, you guys threw a great party. Looking forward to it next year. All right. We'll see you in San Diego, my brother. All right. Take care, guys. Later. All right. Gordon Strong, everybody. Mr. Ninkasi to you. And, uh, yeah. yeah, what a great job, huh? Mr. Three-Pete. What are you doing? Got the clap. Why are you slapping me? Ow! <laughs> Stop it. Well, let's see. Could you ask Gordon about BJCP style changes and additions for the next revision? Yeah, because I'm sure that's what he wants to talk about. No, I can't. What? BJCP style revisions. He probably doesn't know them yet. No. Or maybe he's not allowed or something. Well. Next time we have him on. All right, quick break. When we come back, uh, it will be something of value with Jason oh. Petros, and we'll give away Drunk of the Week, 888-401-BEER. Start calling Bevo now. Uh, yes, Beef. I thought we were calling Mills, or Mills was calling in. Yeah, we'll do that in the next segment, too. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mills about the uh, first Michigan homebrew festival thing. 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 Just All right. on topic. Thank you. Yes, have Mills call in now before it gets swamped with drunks of the week. 888-401-BEER. We'll be back with something of value. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. And the new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found PlayfulEvenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's, um, 
essential aid in the bedroom, Ooh. all kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Tickless Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com. Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamil. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. Don't shut it. 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 Don
shut up. I'm gonna go shut up. Go shut up. Go shut up. Go shut up. Shove it up your ass. funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to style. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. <laughs> you know? The, the home of Lodge Beer Radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio Welcome back to the Century Day. Welcome back. What are you, soupy sales? Oh my god! Oh my god. Uh, uh. All right, a couple things to do here. We're going to get to something of value with JP oh. here in a moment. But first, I should get ready. a message from your Drunk of the Week. I think we have Ish from San Diego on the line. Ish, what's happening? Uh, ish. Hey, how's it going? It's good, man. Oh, my God. All right. No backup, no backfeed, no nothing. Oh my god, I'm Ish from San Diego! Oh my god, have you seen how beautiful my pants are? They're so tight. Actually, I have. They're pretty pretty, 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 tight, aren't they? Beautiful. They're so tight and they're super black. (laughs) They're my tight black jeans! Oh my god! Is that leather? Everyone's going to have to wear tight black jeans to NHC. Yeah. They're from Mark Jacobs, my favorite ever! Ish, are you calling in for Drug of the Week? <laughs> yes, I am. All right, what have you had? I have been drinking homebrew since 6 a.m. I woke up early for the World Cup. Who, who are you rooting for? Uh, I woke up early for Germany, and I know Daniela can back me up on that. Who? Sure, she's stoked. Who? Uh, of course. They kicked some fucking ass 4-1 to one against England, those pussies. <laughs> wow. All right, uh, so what have you had since 6 a.m., do you know? Besides cock. Um, uh, just yeah, homebrew. I don't really keep track, you know. You can pour small glasses, you can pour big glasses. What have you been pouring, big glasses? Uh, you can pour little glasses or medium glasses. They could be clear glasses or colored glasses. When I'm getting but too drunk, I pour a little glass. And then when I'm not drunk enough, I pour a big glass. I like all glasses. <laughs> I am not glassily prejudiced. That is, yeah, don't, you don't want to be glassist. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's my bid. All right, so a lot of beers so, since uh, 6 a.m. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I, I've been here, and we're here now. <laughs> and I was here then. And we're here now. And we're here now. <laughs> and Still. then. Uh, all right, you're in the running, my well brother. Said. All right, thank you, sir. Later. That's Ish from San Diego. Oh, my God. It's probably really beautiful. uh, (laughs) On the beach. On the beach. (laughs) I have sand in my nanner. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Did you just throw up a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you need to see Bevo's gastroenterologist. Just a little bit. 
All right, I have Mills on the line, and Mills is going to talk to us about the uh, first ever um, homebrew festival thing in Michigan. Mills, what's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing good. Nice to have you on the air with us. Thank you. And Mills wrote to me a week or two ago saying that he'd like to, that the Brewing Network is his club and that he'd like his club to have a presence at this homebrew festival. And so we've been bouncing back and forth some ideas. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the festival and, and what you think is going to happen, Mills? Uh, the festival is obviously it's the, well, the, the first annual. Uh, the goal is, uh, as we go forward, is to kind of like an NAC model, uh, instead of having it be uh, in California every year, um, <laughs> it's going to be... Thank you. It's going to be moving uh, from area to area, uh, so different clubs can host the event. Um, it's meant to be uh, to double as the award ceremony uh, for the largest competition that we have in the state, which is now the Michigan Beer Cup. Okay. Um, and uh, and that's kind of the big idea behind it: clubs pouring their beers, um, and I wanted to be able to uh, represent with you guys. Okay. So I think it's a great idea uh, that the Brewing Network should be able to represent as a club, not as the Brewing Network, but as the Brewing yeah. Network club um, out yeah. there. So you need other local Brewing Network members to help you out, though. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm going to be bringing, um, I'm entering a lot of beers in the Beer Cup. Um, and so I'm going to have uh, I'm going to have probably about five kegs that I bring down to be pouring, um, and um, I'm just looking for anybody else who either wants to um, help help work a table. My idea for the table is to be pouring beers, um, maybe to have some uh, some of the podcasts playing in the background, um, and uh, just shaking hands and pouring beer pretty much. So if you have beer to pour, if you just want to work the table, um, that would be great. How are you going to decorate the booth? Will there be any dildos? Because uh, it's not kind of a... to my knowledge. Uh, no. Ooh, I'm sorry, pretty I... sure I'm all out. I don't um, think we can have you represent us without a, at least one dildo. Talk to uh, can you send him one. I might have to send him one from our private stash. Oh, the old private stock. Bevo's private stash. Be- from Bevo's personal stash. I find that both uh, alarming and intriguing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You can well, auction that thing off. Bevo, do you think you could do without the uh, double-sided black one for a couple weeks? Or is that, or should I go for a different one? I think I could survive without it. Now, I don't want to put you out. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Sam, for that matter. I don't want to put Sam out. <laughs> That was the one my kids found around here, huh? Yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think they were trying to beat each other with Like, yeah, literally, they, they were, were just trying to hit each other with it. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd be, you'd be better off asking Sam. <laughs> oh, or, um, you mean I have to do it now? Yeah. Oh. Or you could take the one that the Schumann boys got me, the um, the twofer, if you will. You mean the one that you got yourself? The twofer. Oh, yeah, the, the, the both, both uh, the input. The both oh, input. Oh, the shocker. Is <laughs> <laughs> it a shock if you know it's coming? We could send out the shocker. <laughs> Uh, Just for the record, all of these are currently, they reside here. I did not take them home whatever. with me. Well, no, because... You gotta have something for when you're here. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long show. Just, Listen, that curtain's not closed because it's cold in here. Three and a half penises in this room. <laughs> oh. Chad is insulted. Wow. I was talking about Chad. Mm. Thank you, people. Uh, all right. In all seriousness... Uh, what? Dildos. Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, Here's what I'm going to do for Mills, and 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 just to to put out the call again, local uh, homebrewers who who consider the Brewing Network their club, and by local, you know, Connecticut, whatever, it's close enough. 
you know, anybody out there, if you want to go to this, uh, where can they contact you, Mills? Through the forum or? Um, the, yeah, you can contact me either via the forum, and then uh, like uh, like Chad mentioned in the announcements, um, there's the uh, Michigan uh, the Michigan Beer Cup dot com website. Um, my information's on there. I'm also organizing uh, judges for the competition. Um, so if anybody wants to get involved uh, for the competition or the festival, would be great. Um, and then also. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's that's about it. Did, did uh, all miss, the information's on there. It'll be under the awards ceremony. Did I miss it? Uh, what so, city's it in? Uh, yeah, it's it's in Holly, Michigan, which is where? Which is uh, southeast corner. It's all near like Ann Arbor, Detroitish area. Okay, it's Down all the same there. in those states. They're tiny. Like, like when people ask so. me where my city is in Connecticut. Doesn't fucking matter. Connecticut's forty five minutes wide. <laughs> right. I was I mean, born yeah, in I'm Michigan. Just, I'm pretty sure Connecticut is a city. Yeah. Right. I was born in Grand Rapids. You were? Yeah. Oh really? Yep. Oh that's I right. worked in Grand Rapids. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god. I work at Grand Rapids. Oh my god. <laughs> What floor were you born on? Because I totally walk on that floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot go. you were. Yeah, oh, and the, the the other thing about the competition is, um, <laughs> it, it's pretty big. Usually about uh, seven hundred entries. We're hoping to bump that up a little bit bigger, but it is only single state. It is Michigan only. I okay. entered a competition too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mills, I'm going to send you signage this time around, and I'll Ooh, tell you. Now, that I can't, is awesome. I can't do this for every BN division that wants to do these, but this is the first time people have contacted me about this, but never really pulled it off. And this is the first time where Mills sounds like he's got his shit together is actually going to do it. So I'll send you guys out a banner, uh, and I think what we'll do is you're going to be like the you know Michigan division or something. We're going to have to come up with a name so that it says you know the the Michigan Brewing Militia. Network, but then it has like a Beautiful. division under it because I just want to make sure everyone knows it's not us out there broadcasting right. or anything. No, else. absolutely, absolutely. And people have abused that power before. They try to get blowjobs out of using the name, and, <laughs> and it still it doesn't work. work yeah. for it doesn't work well, anyway. Luckily, but. He's still blowjobless. Yeah, luckily, Jamil's smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually thirteen dollars works better. Right. It did work that one time at the bus stop, I think. Right. No, but, in, in Oakland, but not since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll send you some but signage no, hey, for I, this. I, I really appreciate the sign, man. That would, that would be terrific. That would be terrific. And I really hope you get some BNers to help you out because who wants to stand there for six hours? You, you need some help. With yeah, that. I think I have. Uh, I think uh, I have Kim Jong El, perhaps. Not like, <laughs> I don't know. If, oh, I don't know I, if that huh? came through right. He, he's a forum guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think he's going to be coming in to help out. And uh, and I'm going to have is. some friends of mine up too helping out too. So uh, at, at the very least, uh, you know, it, it just won't be me uh, squeezing tap handles all day. Because that would be so ronry. You know, but if you get that dildo tap handle, yeah, you'd be squeezing it all day. <laughs> oh yeah, we can send you our dildo tap handle. I can See, send you mine now too. Now that you bring that up, now that you bring that up, there's certain friends that I'm not going to invite now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good move. Can you get any? Can you get any broads to man that booth? Because I like the club to look good. Yeah, you let's, know, let's, let's tit it up a little bit. What do you? What do you well, got send, access send to? Send a couple there? chick shirts out with the banner. I could do that. You got any chicks that could work it? Probably not. Um, again, I have a Michigan? face for radio. Uh, I, have, I have a lovely wife, but um, she's that, this wanna, is not her sort of thing. You don't want to no. whore her out. Not for us. No. No. <laughs> Hey, I don't blame you. I blame you there. Even I could get some chicks to work a booth. Well, I'm a loser, Mills. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you can. There'll be some heavy recruitment while we're there. 
Huh. Well, maybe we've got some... Uh, where's Where's Angry Megan from? She was out at NHC with us all last week. Isn't she from Michigan, or is that like Maine or something? I don't know. One of the M states? It's pretty much the same thing. Montana, Montana, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't she punch Bub? Yeah, but that's why she'd be cool to have at the booth. <laughs> Unless she got paid for that. Yeah. Someone gave her money to do that, I think. Now, Mills, oh, just so right. you know, too, Mills is no slouch. Uh, his beer has done pretty well in competition. That's right. Yeah. And I, didn't you win a medal in the second round also? Yeah, I won my first medal in the second round this year. I was pretty pretty stoked. I, I woke my wife up, and I was running around the house screaming like an idiot. Nice. So. Oh, my God, he won! Oh, my God, he won! Oh, my God! Oh, my God, he won! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I threw my arms up, was running around and screaming, it's happening. It was like the first time I got laid. It's happening! It burns. Now it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you just say it was like the first time you got laid? Yeah, he's exci- yeah. excited as. Oh, it's wow. happening. It's happening. It's over. <laughs> now it's over. Like Sam, like, like Sam was more dignified, Bevo? Yeah. It's like Sam's 30th. I don't know. Yeah, really. I fell like, asleep. Oh. Yeah, no. Ouch. Ouch. I don't know, Sam. Just finishing my hand like you'd normally do. <laughs> I'm tired. Ah. I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. So contact Mills to the forum or what's the website again? Mills.com. Uh, MichiganBeerCup.com. All right. Do it and, and we'll make it happen. And uh, send me an email tomorrow, Mills. I'll get you out some bannerage and shit. Edge. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, thank you, brother. Catch you later. Yep, bye. All right. Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass. Ooh. Eric from Washington calling in for Drunk of the Week. <sighs> you know that whole I drank a bunch of homebrew is weak. I weighed the keg before I started drinking at the beginning of the show, and I've drank 6.8 pounds as of 30 minutes into the show when I stopped working on my resume. It's about three quarters of a 6. gallon. 6.8 pounds. Four quarts. Mm. Well, I don't do that kind of math, but I... Well, I listen, I hate it on going to add. <laughs> <laughs> I did enough, didn't I? Where are you calling from? Washington? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a transplant. I ain't originally from here. Transvest plant? Where are you from? Originally, originally I'm from Missouri. Ah, good old Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, didn't you see that Simpsons episode where they had the line from Missouri to Missouri? I'm below that line. <laughs> right below that there. They changed the spelling and everything. Well, you see, the, the government voted on how we should officially pronounce the name of the state, uh-huh. and they voted Missouri besides those two cities that say Missouri. <laughs> oh. So everyone from outside of the state isn't bound by those laws. That's right. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> Everybody outside the state sucks a dick anyway. Oh, my God. Well, pretty much, and they're the liberal capitals of the state. Eric, what kind of beer have you been drinking 6.8 pounds of? I've been drinking beer. a homebrew uh, Belgian pale ale, which comes in at about 6%. Okay. Well, you sound drunk to me. I'm going to put you on the list here. You're in the running. Well, I do appreciate that, sir. <laughs> I just think it's that awful accent. Anytime. I like the awful so accent. So six pounds at 6%, that's 36%. That's a 36% <laughs> beer you've been drinking, by my math. Then there's a smart person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, I got you in the running. Appreciate that. Thanks, brother. Oh, this beer's real good. You should drink some. Did it just gush on you, though? Yep. Oh, 
But it's good or not good? Are you it's being good. sarcastic? No, it's a sour beer. So, so gushed on him. Can I have some? Oh, it's a sour? I don't think it was supposed to be sour, though, is it? No, it tastes like it's intentionally sour. Well, then I won't. Oh, it does? Okay, yeah. good. Uh, so Jonathan uh, from New York sent us some Captain Lawrence beer. I met him out there when we were hanging out um, in, in the Smells NYC. Sour. And uh, he, I was telling him that, that Captain Lawrence is probably my favorite New York brewery. And he said, well, let me, let me send you some. So we did. I'll have to get into that, too. It's sour. Which one is that one? It's the uh, Oak Ale. Barrel Age Seed thing. This the Barrel American Select Sour series. Ale, yeah. Cool. Barrel we can't get that out here, so thanks for sending it, man. Okay, it's time now uh, for our, our everybody's favorite new segment from everybody's favorite brewcaster. It can't be my favorite. I haven't heard it yet. And now it's time for Something of Value by Jason Petros. Go ahead, JP. All right. Thank you very much. Today's topic, uh, Something of Value, is uh, in the all-grain brewing section of the forum, and it's a post entitled Cold Break and Hydrometer Readings. Uh, and I, it caught my eye because I've always kind of wondered, um, does the cold break actually affect your hydrometer reading? And uh, so I wanted to get something of value from this post. Mm. Okay. So started by uh, KPT982 in the forum, who asked about floaters in his hydrometer and if they will throw off his reading. Uh, personally, I've never really thought that they would, but at the same time, I do try to pull a real clear sample if I can. It's kind of like the hot side aeration thing where you don't really know if it exists, but you kind of don't want to mess around with it anyway in case it does. Yeah. Good question. And I kind of went back and forth until AJ DeLang posted a real nice write-up that basically says the junk can throw off your readings, but only by like one digit in the fourth decimal place. Mm. Okay. So he wrote this little paragraph. It's like three sentences. It goes, suspended material displaced by the bulb of the hydrometer affects the reading. If the material stays in suspension in the hydrometer jar, then it is of the same density as the wart and it will, and will stay in suspension forever and thus have no effect on the reading. If this material is denser than the liquid, it would have an effect on the reading if it stayed in suspension, but it wouldn't if it settled out. Once it's settled, it no longer has an effect unless some of it settles on the shoulder of the hydrometer. Um, and the impressive part is he's done some uh, testing to get those numbers as well. So oh. if you go to the forum and check that out, um, you know he's taken a sample that's kind of cloudy, you know, done the test, uh, centrifuged it out clear, um, and that's how he got that. It man- it deviates one point in the fourth decimal place of your of your hydrometer reading. So the most it can really throw it off is like one point from maybe fifty three to fifty four. I see. Or 52 or whatever. And who's counting at that point anyway? Who's counting at that point anyway? So what so, I got out of that is don't worry about if there's crap in your in your sample. It doesn't matter that much. Right. You worry more about the bubbles on yeah. that cling to your hydrometer. Right, because those can throw yeah. it up. Yep. But, uh, but as far as the junk goes, yeah, it's good junk. Don't worry about it. So that is in the forum under All Grain Brewing and the topic Cold Break and Hydrometer Readings. Okay. I thought it was real interesting. That is interesting, yeah. and it, I like that the, that you know people are answering with facts and figures. Yes, I would like of... to uh, to see what happens. You know, a lot of a lot of people like to play scientist in their kitchen, but uh, <laughs> AJ Delang actually had a nice. You, you can tell people kind of know what they're talking about. Uh, unlike me, if they communicate properly, mm-hmm. and he had a real nice write up, and he made sense, and uh, I was like, wow, that uh, makes sense. Perfect. So thank you, you JP. You're welcome. Nice. This episode of Something of Value by Jason Petros was brought to you by Newprint. Little. Yellow. Different. 
Volkswagen, the People's Wagon. Something of value by Jason Pedros is the sole property of the Brewing Network, its affiliates, and more beer. Something of value by Jason Pedros is a Wink Martindale production. Get the Family Ties uh, music in the back. <laughs> okay, so. uh, let's do something of value music. Uh, yes, Doc. Okay. All right. We have Casey from where the Mormons come from on the line. Casey, hell. hell? <laughs> hey, what's happening? Not, not, not much. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, calling in for drunk of the week. All right, and uh, what or, do we have? Yeah, hello there. On Sunday in uh, Utah, I would like to be drunk on Sunday. Hey, you know, actually, I, uh, I'm a long time. Li- I, I sent you some some soap a long ass time ago. Do you remember that? Shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> Is, I, is that what you did with that soap? <laughs> you, uh, yeah. You, you shoved it up your ass. I I do remember being sent soap. Yes. Yeah. That, that well. You well. You know. You got to make room for Schumann. I guess. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, no yeah, one needs to well, make room for Schumann. Like uh, no, I remember your soap, Casey. In fact, uh, I still have your soap, and it's very oh. aromatic. Like right when you open it up, the whole room smells like soap. That was. That was my wife made that with hops for you, man. Oh no, I didn't. I have it. I didn't throw it out or anything. <laughs> I didn't shove it up my ass. No, it's still. <laughs> I still have it. It's good to go. That would be interesting. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, um, goddamn, uh, um, Sunday drunk Utah. Uh, yeah. What have you been well, drinking? Well, I've been drinking. I, I I made a Scottish um, uh, a wee heavy, uh, like three weeks ago and I, I've probably killed half the keg I'm, I'm really fucking drunk alright um, <laughs> shut up JP that's Doc man. Yeah, that, one, that one's Doc I'm not even paying doc? I'm playing fucking no. Minesweeper I don't give a fuck what you're saying I've been pounding uh, 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 Chad's Dunkle all night. What? <laughs> Pounding Chad's Pounding Dunkle. Yeah. What, what is that code for? <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. No. Can I wow. take that back? I thought I Chad was awfully quiet tonight. <laughs> I did. I, now I regret that. I just said that. Oh, oh that'll be in a promo by next oh, week, I, I, I guarantee. I know. Uh, so you've had half a keg of Scottish weed, is what you're saying? And well, it, <laughs> and, and I had I had a I had a um a couple uh, 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 this this English pellel I made earlier, but I, I I've only had um, probably about two glasses of that, so that's, that's kind of weak. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been, right. I've been drinking all day. Okay, well, that seems to be the theme today. Everyone who's going for Drunk of the Week's been drinking since the morning. Well, well I, I, I tried. To, I brewed today, and and my manifold in my in my um my uh, my mash tun like came apart, and so I got covered in grain, and I, I lost a batch of beer, and and, oh. and well, I guess wart. But I've had a bad day, so I have just been pounding pounding um. um Dunkle. God damn it. <laughs> pounding Chad's Dunkle. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, well you're well, you're Chad in the running. Is a big boy. He's, he's a big dunkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You're in the running, brother. Thanks, Chad man. Chad is a big dunkle. Hey, cool. Right on, Casey. Later. Awesome. Thanks, man. Chad is a, a wide dunkle. <laughs> it does now. What you gonna do with all that dunkle? All that dunkle inside them jeans. <laughs> <sighs> the dunkle. 
I think we're about done. We now have three contestants for Drunk of the Week. Good. And we've we finished something of value. Would you say we're about Dunkle? I wouldn't. Oh. You uh, definitely would. Yeah. I just did. Yeah. In fact, I'd yeah. do it again if I could. Put on bump. Hey, I did want to give a little shout out to the guys that did win medals. I made a little list. Oh, cool. <laughs> bring it. All right. So, you like lists, do you, Chad? Dave Bayer, or Bayer from uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, won with the, uh, a bronze with American wheat, a rye beer. Um, Adam Mills, of course, won his bronze with fruit beer. Uh, gold medal went to Pete Brighton from Lakin Hills, Illinois, for Wood H beer. And uh, bronze for Peter Cowles from Fairfield, Connecticut, for his fruit cider. So those oh. are all BN listeners and uh, entered as the Brewing Network. Well, a little short, guys. We lost Club of the Year. You know, uh, fuckers. <laughs> no, good job to all those BNers yeah. who entered. And, you know, look at top three. I'll take it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, good like, job there. So did we come in second or third? Do we know? Uh, I think it's third, huh? Third I think St. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Well, because of Gordon. Yeah. Because they're making enough mead. At least we're not the first losers. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. No fear, all. bro. Yeah. Oh my god, no fair. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no fear, brah. All right. You, you don't choke as good as the JP. <clears throat> One more That's drunk true. of the week. Uh, we've got PA Brew Dude from Pennsylvania calling in. What's up, man? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I am so jolly. <laughs> huh? What? Uh, calling in for drunk of the week? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, I am. All right, what have you had? Oh, just all homebrew. God, I, I got to give you a, a resume. How many yeah. pounds? Um, yeah. Okay, I, I, I kicked my oatmeal lager. Mm-hmm. Or no, not my oatmeal lager. It's my oatmeal stout. All right. You are drunk. I, I finished? Huh? <laughs> you confused <laughs> no, an oatmeal think? stout with a lager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This no, is sorry. Too clear. Okay, it, it 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 was oatmeal. It was my oatmeal stout. All right. I I, I kicked that one, and oh. then and then I had I don't know a bunch of like my light beer, which is not really a light beer, but Jello. I call it light beer. Yeah. All right. Bunch and, of light and then beer. I, Got it. Yeah, yeah. Then I had my my lager. I just started lagering. I don't know, a couple months ago. Not a boy. So yeah. How'd oh, it come God. out? How'd that lager come huh? out? How did the lager oh, come out? Not not too bad. I'm, the I'm getting better. How about the lager? Yeah. yeah, what about it? Is this the lager you're talking about? What 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 kind of lager was it? Um it it started out as a Molson clone, but you know, yeah, I I changed a little bit, uh, you know. But yeah, it, it's stout. not too bad. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, I made a couple of recipe changes. It's now a robust porter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I didn't go that far, but, you know, yeah. And how are you temp controlling this new logger of yours? In my kegerator. boy. I, Yeah. I, I, I followed your, you know, you guys' instructions and that, and yeah, I got a kegerator. I'm, I'm serving four taps, you know, in my kegerator, but I'm also, you know, like loggering too. Yeah, yeah. And are you putting a carboy in there or a bucket or what? Uh, Carboy and the, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, sound like JP when he wakes up in the morning. Hey, oh, I hope, I hope not that bad. <laughs> Worse. What was I'm, not the that, I'm, I'm not that gay. I'm not that gay. Oh. I don't even appreciate that. Yes, you do. 
All right, PA Brew Dude, you're now in the running for Drunk of the Week, man. Thanks for the call. Oh, God. Thank you very much. All right, brother. All right, guys. So there we go. That's it, Bevo. Thank you. Uh, no more Drunks of the Week. I have a lot of gas. You guys hear me over here? Yes, no. we do. I'm like, I didn't hear it. Did you hear that over there, Beef? I did. And you got headphones on. And you have a microphone you're talking to. Oh. I was looking for the dog. No, it's me. I'm just kind of soaking in it over here. I don't know what yeah, it is. Steeping in it. What I have today? I didn't eat much. I, don't know, I had a Jamba Juice. Maybe that was it. I didn't eat much. You either. know, those make me really gassy. Can you talk into the microphone? It's on. We'll talk into it. Not it's around. It's on it. now, baby. Well, maybe if my chair wasn't made out of wicker, I could sit comfortably. <laughs> it's actually nylon. Get her a pillow. She has a pillow. She bitches no matter what I do. Doesn't I do, matter. Actually. You didn't talk me out of marrying Sam. I have a wicker chair. <laughs> <laughs> Jamba gives you gas too, huh? It does. Yeah, something about all that fruit. Oh. Yeah, fiber. It's all the fiber. Is that what it is? Yeah. How many times a day do you drop a deuce, Bevo? How regular are you? Why do you want to know that? In poundage, please. I'm your morning person. I like, I'm just trying to compare. Before you go to bed. What are you talking? Two, three, four? Right no. for dinner? I don't know. It depends upon the day, I guess. Roughly. Yeah, Usually I'm very regular. Two? One or two. One in the morning, oh, one two. at night. Plop. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. I'm at least two every day. And usually more than that. Yeah, I do. I'm, I on, do. I'm working on but number four today. you drink a lot of beer. And, and what does that have to do When with I drink it? a lot of beer, I go like five times a day. But oh. if I'm, and you work what? at home. Wait, when you yeah. drink, you shit five times a day? I like to call it the beer shits. Yes. Huh. You have a name for it? It's yeah. so frequent. Well, only wow. when I drink when it, any sort of alcohol makes me oh. have tummy colon issues. Well, so don't taint it with just beer. Call it the alcohol shit. I really only drink beer. Oh, <laughs> really? I'm so confused. That are yeah. eleven drops. Right. How many times a day are you, Jipper? <laughs> two. Uh, well, it depends. At work, I'm two. And they take about 20 minutes. Each? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, but you're not doing there, it the whole time. Drop no. A, you know, Can you imagine a 20-minute steady crap? No. You drop on a deuce on you know, company time. Yeah. yeah. See, my company, I'm paying for it, so there's no, no plus in that. Right. Yeah. There's no, yeah, you don't get any benefit out no. of it. No. But on the weekend, I, like, I didn't crap yesterday, so I crapped it out today. At all? No. I, there's not, the only time I go a day or more without dropping one is when I'm at Burning Man. And then I can go two or three days. Because well, you're not eating and who knows where All you, the you don't want to go in there and crap. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you talk yourself out of it. Well, when I travel, <laughs> you know, I poop once. So at NHC, I pooped maybe twice. I had a hard time at NHC, even with all yeah. the beer. I was still pretty color. regular at NHC. I think... Uh, it's the travel thing. When you have your own hotel room, I'm fine with that. You know, it's... Uh, you know, if I was if yeah. I was like rooming with five people, I might have not done it as much. The or if germ, I had to use the thing? if I had to use the, the public the ones, yeah, yeah, you know, you get a little stage fright. Well, guy gets scared, you know. It's just <laughs> I think it's different for boys too. Chat, like, you, you can go in the bathroom and explode it, but it's not like the groundhog. I can't remember that one time I had the burrito and we talked about it for like eight months. Yeah, uh, let's move on. <laughs> Hang on, Chad. Twice a day. Twice a day. Rain or shine? <laughs> but, if, but if I drink a lot of beer... <laughs> then five times a day. Are, See, you ma- are you making fun of me, Chad? No, of course I'm not. only regular if I have coffee, and that's why I go twice at work, is because I have coffee, and then I go once, and then, <clears> then <throat> uh, you know, I have... Like, when I'm stressed out, I don't crap. 
Really? Yeah, so I have to make myself go twice in in the day. I, I really do. And how do you do that? Right. How do you make yourself I, go? I just, uh, probably about two or three, I just go and sit on the crapper and play solitaire on my iPhone. <laughs> Until and, it uh, happens? Yeah. Dude, you're going to get the roids. <laughs> you can't, Why? Because you can't push, man. I'm not, I don't push. You just sit there and wait. And it comes out. <laughs> it's like... It's like the bowl is yeah. just taunting it. It's like a snake on a cold day. Here, Are you ever poopy, really poopy, proud poopy. of it and like take a picture and send it to a friend? I've never, no, I've never <laughs> done that. But uh, <laughs> when I was when I was younger, my friends and I used to keep a crap log. Ah, <laughs> and then now you can buy them in stores. It's kind of one of those ideas you have, and then two years later you see them in a store. Right. So when I was in my early twenties, we'd have a and you would go in and you'd document it, and you'd draw a picture of it, and you'd describe it. Bevo, did you just raise your hand back there that you've sent pictures of your deuce? <laughs> Only one. Oh, God. <laughs> to my pastor. Send, who did you send it to? Sam's sister. Oh. <laughs> and go, look, it we had a baby. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what was amazing it? was about just it? that something that big could come out of my oh, body. Oh, <laughs> Bevo. God. It went down the hole and poked out of the water. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They're, they're not good until they come out of the water and then fold back up on themselves like a like a dead animal. This is really uncomfortable. Yeah. No, if you don't have to get in there with a fork to make it go down the drain, it's not good. Uh, you know my friend Howard? Yeah, he was how weird. Everywhere. Yeah, he was staying uh, up in Portland with my other friends, and he goes, Brian, I need a tool. <laughs> what do you mean? I need a tool. The log's too big. It won't go down. <laughs> so Brian has to find him a stick then. Uh, Bust it up. At work, we only have one plunger. Uh, and we have two bathrooms. So you have to go get it if you're in the wrong bathroom? Yeah. How often have you had to do that? Twice. <laughs> a day. In like a year. Oh. Yeah. That's but embarrassing. You have to go through the showroom. <laughs> we can't afford more than one fucking plunger. Apparently. Why don't you bring one in? Because I'm too retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to walk through the showroom and then walk back through the showroom with the plunger? Yeah. Oh. So it's like the, the catcher's mitt just won't go down. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Well, there you go, everybody. There you go. A little lesson in the life of a brewcaster. And now we end the show on that. All right. Drunk of the Week, we have Ish. Uh, who's been drinking since 6 a.m. Doesn't really know how much, just been drinking since 6 a.m. <laughs> um, we have Eric from Missouri, who drank 6.8 pounds of homebrew today. Um, we have Casey. Uh, I forget where uh, Casey was from. Oh, uh, the Mormon Mormons. country. Mormon. That's right, the Mormon country, Utah. Uh, he had a bunch of Scottish Wee Heavy, uh, says like half a keg and a pale ale. Um, and then we had P.A. Brew Dude, who uh, had an oatmeal stout, lager a bunch stout of light thing. beer, and a bunch of lager, is what I have in my notes. So, <laughs> four contestants, all, uh, you know, I thought they were all qualified. I think everybody yeah. was drunk yeah. today. I like the guy that weighed the beer. Like the, Eric from Missouri? Yeah, because... And he was it. pretty drunk, and he, was, and he told me to fuck off and everything else. He had a lot of vulgarity. He's my number one choice. Also. All right, so are you voting for that one too, yes, officially, yeah, Doc? Yeah, yep. That's two votes for Eric from Missouri. Shat, you have a vote here? <sighs> I would say, yeah, the guy that weighed out his beer. Who was that? What was his name again? Eric. 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 Yeah, Missouri. Eric. Jipper. Uh, I got it. You know, I, I, as much as I hated the accent, I... If you judge your drinking not in glasses or pints, but in fucking pounds, right, right, you're awesome. Yeah, I got to give you that. And you're probably he's actually from Washington. He's just originally from Missouri, right? Oh, well, but I didn't. It, Washington wasn't interesting, so when, I stuck with when, Missouri. When you still okay. talk like that, you're still from there, right? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. 
So, I guess it's unanimous then. I, I think Eric, too. Eric's our drunk of the week. And, yeah, way out the beer. Everyone else was pretty... They didn't have a specific resume. It was just a bunch of this, a bunch of that. But he knew in, in pounds yeah. how much beer he's had it's today. pretty good. You gotta give that. All right, so you just won yourself some uh, Belgian candy sugar, courtesy of Dark Candy Inc. And uh, send me an email, Eric. Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. We'll get uh, your medal out to you. And we'll get you some uh, Belgian candy sugar. Sweet. All right, one more call. I have uh, Jens on the phone, who we got to meet uh, at NHC. Jens is from uh, Africa or something. I forget. Where are you from, Jens? South Africa. South? Yeah, yes. go. All right. Go Ghana. Go Ghana. Yeah, uh, Ghana, yeah. They're not even uh, South Africa, are they? I'm back in Denmark now. Back in Denmark. And uh, how did you like the NHC, Jens? That was really awesome. Just a lot of good beers, a lot of good seminars, and great people there. <laughs> Did you go to a lot of seminars? Actually, I did. Yeah. I was Sem- quite amazed that I, w- I, I went to all the 9 a.m. seminars. Wow. Seminar? More like seminar. He did. I saw him, and <laughs> yeah. then he was like, yep, I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boy. And you made That's it really to BNA5 good. also. Yes, I did. And Jens isn't nearly as creepy as he sounds. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, <why> I am <laughs> not. Now, are you coming out next year? I told you San Diego is where, is where it's at, you know. And you said, I don't know. It's so yeah. far. And, oh, my God, it's San Diego. Oh, my God. It's going to be a bag. <laughs> well, you're kind of creeping me out with that talk, so I'm not sure now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm looking at plane tickets, so Attaboy. we'll see. Attaboy. Doc's going to be there next year, you know, unless Ooh. unless we're still on Death Watch. No, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> so we'll see. I'll make because sure. Because that's actually closer to Death Watch down there. <laughs> oh, I see. It'll actually work better. That's so horrible. <laughs> this week on Death Watch, will Doc make it to San Diego? <laughs> yes, because Death Watch is very close. Tune in next week to find out how. All right. Sorry, Doc. Yeah. You always have to postscript. Sorry, Doc. Anything else, Jens? No, nah, I just, I, I'll promise to call in and say hi. I'm not definitely not drunk of the week because it's 10 minutes past 5 in the morning, so. Didn't you just land or something? I thought you told me you were landing today. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I haven't oh, probably. Yeah. I got I, oh. I got about five hours sleep in the last 48 hours or something. Oh, you need a beer. I've been drinking two pints of beer, so. Nah, With my new BNA Army Glasses. Nice. Yes. boy. And so, somehow nobody broke on the way back home to Denmark, although two broke on the mailing in U.S. Yeah, U.S. mail. I don't even know what he's talking about, JP. I don't know either. The U.S. mail sucks. <laughs> All right, Jens. Hey, it was cool to meet you and good to hang out. It really was. I'm glad you made it out this year, and I do hope to see you in San Diego, brother. It was very nice to meet all you guys. We're very kind, and uh, I hope to be in San Diego. All right, Jens. All right. Suck it, man. Okay. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Later. I hold to be in San Diego, too. Show it up, your ass. Jens was cool. Yeah, he was good. I he was from South Africa. He's not. He's from Denmark. He's from Denmark. Okay. Yeah. I'm retarded. I was like, I really thought he was from Denmark. And before that. I couldn't pronounce his name, so I kept calling him Denmark, and that just probably looked stupid. But if he actually is from Denmark, then that's okay. Before South America, he was from the moon. I hate you, Jamie. I didn't know we gave passports to the moon. Yeah. You can actually buy him in a little package. You add water and he grows into a gens. No quarantine? I'm going to punch you right in the penis. Good. It takes you a while. while. It takes you three punches. How did Jens' accent work on you? You know, I actually really enjoyed him as a person. Oh, I really enjoyed him. And as a lover. (laughs) (laughs) 
His but, accent didn't hurt, but uh, no, he was just really a really nice guy. Really, really kind, really sweet, uh, cool dude. Did he try to get in Sam's pants? <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, come on. Everybody with does. an ass like that? It happens every time. What you can do with all that, Dunkel? <laughs> Shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's timing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, we are done here. Thanks for uh, another good show, guys. I appreciate you coming back in the studio this week. It was fun. Can I just say uh, chat room is, is uh, <clears throat> stupid because it's ignoring me? I made a funny joke and they didn't comment on it. JP, can I tell you it? Sometimes your jokes really suck. Can I tell you my joke, though? Go ahead. Going guy, out with JP's joke. That guy from Missouri, he said Hume Brew. And I said, yeah, it was brewed by... Um, Brett Hume? No, it was brewed by... <laughs> fuck it, I forgot his name. The dude from the island, Desmond. It was brewed by Desmond on the island. And I thought it was really funny. Not funny. No? No. Fuck. I thought it was hilarious myself. I'm I didn't even here. understand it. It amazes me uh, how somebody who is actually very funny can somehow think things are that... <laughs> can are... somehow suck so bad. <laughs> yes. I, I don't ever understand it. Ah... Uh... Okay. Hey, there's no show next week. We're taking Fourth of July weekend off. Are you it's sure? our off week for July. JP checked in with me eight times uh, <laughs> this week to find out if there's a show, uh, and there's not. Uh, but we will be back the week after with our old friend Chris Graham. Uh, he's going to come in and talk to us about recession brewing and whether or not you really can brew on the cheap. Thanks to our sponsor, More Beer, who brought this show to you today. Well, you're welcome, and uh, we really do appreciate that. Sweet. They bring you this show every week, and couldn't do it without them. Now keep that in mind. And then think about my joke. Okay. I was going to feel all bad I wasn't going to be here yeah. next week. So. Good. No, you're good. Just be here the week after because we'll have fun with Chris Graham and family you're going to want to be here. Fourth uh, July is your family vacation? Yeah, we're, okay. going, we're going to Niagara Falls. I'm doing a little, I'm taking the bus on its first camping trip uh, oh. next weekend. So I'm excited about that too. Cool. Oh. All right. So we'll be back for that. And then don't forget that uh, July 25th is our live show from Downtown Joe's. We'll have Colin back on and. We'd love to see you guys out there to hang out with us. That's that's what makes those remotes a lot of fun. Support all of our sponsors. They make this show happen along with you guys and your support. So uh, everybody just help each other. Just do it. Oh, my God. Just help each other. Oh, God. Helping. Oh. Oh. Give me a wheat beer on a hot summer day. A bark will do me when the skies are gray. I'll take a Belgian crew at a time. And the women think the lamb is fine. But don't you give me that American crew. Boys, I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love a better homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have me. Well, I'm the one right now. Love of that home brew, can't get enough of it. Home brew, it blows my mind.